Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Joined as always by Matthew, the man with the dog photos, Mr. Jack the Jobber, and wait, who's that? It's Hang me. On. It it it's Sam. I'm here as a last minute replacement. That's Sorry. right. Sorry, boys. Shawn Michaels could not be here <laughs> at No Way Out 1998, but don't you worry, boys and girls. Savio Vega was waiting backstage. He's all warmed up. I'll take that. I'll take Savio Vega. He's the Caribbean legend. And as Bruce Pritchard once said, where, like where's the Caribbean legend from? He said, Caribbean. <laughs> so to clarify to people, because some people may be concerned at this point before we go into wrestling, uh, no, Ross is not out with any bouts of uh, negative mental health or anything like that. We would be honest at this point. We'd like to think we're making it more normal in everyday life. No, Ross is out because, uh, in his own words, he had a kind of monster at like 5 p.m. last night. And that just kept him up all night, as Monster Energy tends to do. He has a very episode of Straight to Hell to shoot later on. He's conserves energy for that. So don't worry, Ross is fine. He's not fine enough to do this worrisome thing for a few hours, but he will be fine for the important things like Straight to Hell. So don't worry, he is fine. He wanted me to reassure everybody that he's doing gravy. I, uh, I, I checked when Ross sent me over the questions for the mailbag and it was at like 5am. So at that moment, I started to suspect that something might be wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. I, uh, I went in to shoot news and then I was on my way out. He was just like, uh, you're busy later. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can completely understand where he's coming from. I watch AW Full Game. We'll get to that soon. Uh, live for the first time. That is in the first American pay-per-view I've seen live for a long, long time. And I've gone, wow, it's such a nice experience. Why don't I do this more often? Of course, the answer is it's such a pain in the ass getting your sleep pattern back into order. Yeah. So, uh, oh no, poor Russ having to watch wrestling live. Sorry, I realize I'm morning. <laughs> the important question to ask is not about sleep patterns or Ross. It is, how are you doing, Sam? I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Just ticking over, just cracking on with work and, and same old, same old, get through lockdown too. What about you guys? I'm all good. I'm uh, just ticking along. Uh, very frustrating times, obviously, because since Owen won the predictions contest, he's not shut up. He's getting a bit too big for his boots, actually, I think. That's uh, that's going to cause a rift in your household, that. Yeah, like, honestly, we did a Twitch stream last night. Uh, last night at the time of recording. And God, he was just bragging, showing off the bell. He's forgotten that I could batter him, I think, is what happened. You know, he's forgotten that. So. <laughs> Oh, bless. It's like are you going to remind him? 
Sounded really threatening, didn't it? <laughs> He's forgot that I can batter him. <laughs> it's okay. No one's going to at him. No one watches this podcast who follows called the Holic Guitar. They will. They obviously will now that you've said it. <laughs> no, they won't. That's just silly. I'll get it started now. He'll not know what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that. It sounds like series one of Red Dwarf. You two stuck alone (laughs) in outer space forever having to get on. Bloating through nothingness. Yes. Ah. And how are you, Matthew? I'm grand, mate. Another week of pretending to jog and wear my little legs out. Uh, Another week, another boulder, like Sisyphus said. So I'm ready, (laughs) happy to be talking to you guys because the lockdown... And what better time to be talking about stuff than wrestling? Look, the rest of the news. Oh, great. Let's do that bit first. <laughs> um, WWE has released Tony Chimmel. Yeah. Bit of a surprise. He's been working backstage since 1991. Obviously, the ring announcer for SmackDown from 99 to 07 became infamous or famous, depending on how you look at it, for the Edge introduction. Uh, Jack, can you do that voice for us? you got a higher voice than me. What? Uh, oh, God, you put me on the spot. I oh, know, sorry. The rated R super. I don't know, that was a bit more Kip Sabian, to be honest. Ah, but he got it from him. He stole from the best. Uh, and uh, in recent years, Chimmel has primarily worked backstage as a production manager and helped oversee the ring crew. So make a little cameo appearances like when Edge returned. So that's why he's been with the company, but not on screen, because I was I couldn't remember the last time I saw him on TV either. And yeah, he's been released uh, because of those record profits that WWE's been bragging about a month ago, I guess. Uh, oh. <laughs> any good uh, Tony Chimmel memories, Jack? Uh, is he the one who did the gravy bowl botch? The gravy bowl. Oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's um, that's one of my faves. Uh, but just the edge intro, really, in terms of in terms of highlights from him, nobody did it as well as he did. True, and yourself, Sam? Uh, pretty much the same. Like he he was sort of climbing through the ranks as my interest was starting to gently wane. And so I think for me, it'll always be the Edge intro. There's nothing else that's really prominent, you know. I did forget about that. The uh, gravy uh, bowl uh, match <laughs> schedule. For, and then Lawler and Cole ragged him. And Lawler goes, yeah, try and do it again without a half a dozen of those errs. And he goes, <laughs> at one point, he keeps saying it's for the women's championship. And they're like, yeah. it's women's. <laughs> yeah. And Lawler doesn't even know. He's like, oh, that's a great joke. And Cole's like, no, it actually is women's. He's like, oh, is it? I never noticed. I'll be calling it women's. It's like... Great. Uh, WWE has abandoned efforts to secure a trademark for the name Brock Lesnar. Don't oh. quite know why they're trying to trademark somebody else's real name, but has it stopped them in the past? However, they're not allowed to get it, so Brock Lesnar is still Brock Lesnar. They'd um, uh, they started doing loads of Ruthless Aggression era merch, and there were a lot of Brock tees popping up and stuff, so it might be relating to that. But uh, they've stripped all of the merch for Brock off the site now, so... I guess that's all part of this legal process. I don't think it'll be anything major because Brock seems like the type of guy where we'd already know about it if it was a falling out and he was gone, gone. But I guess it's just going to be lawyers playing tennis until the money's sufficient enough, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Tony Chimmel announcing Brock Lesnar. It's still Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and Brock, Brock Lesnar's ranch in the middle of nowhere. In a gravy uh, bowl. Gravy uh, uh, bowl, uh... Oh, Sable, he's one of them women. <laughs> the Rascals are definitely leaving Impact Wrestling, which sucks for them, uh, and they're set to sign, but haven't signed yet, with WWE. That's Trey Miguel, Dez, and Wentz. 
Mm -hmm. We've had some cracking matches, and I've seen some live with Jack at Fight Club Pro on the rest. I, so. I mentioned on the news, right? Desmond Xavier, my main memory of that was him dancing at the after party. What a mover. What, what a guy. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I felt so inadequate as a man <laughs> next to him. <laughs> I had that with Roderick Strong at PCW. Because okay. he was doing that dance where if I or anybody else here had done it, it would look stupid. But Roddy Strong is Roddy Strong. What dance? So he was doing... <laughs> you know when Bubba Ray Dudley would put on the shades with too cool and do the okay, dance. Right. Like that it was oh, that. that thing. All oh, right. But yeah. the big difference was he had women surrounding him. <laughs> like almost like he was a president and he was out that to the shops. So it was like, okay, well, there's a big difference there, isn't there? I can't imagine Roddy Strong dance. I didn't think he'd dance like that. I thought Roddy Strong would dance just like a douchey frat bro. I thought like, that's, that's what he, what he as seems well. that because he is right. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I sort of see him as like a really straightforward bloke. Roddy Strong. I never, I never really saw him as like a douchey frat bro type. Just no, but just the look of him. Just oh yeah, him. yeah. You could see him playing polo for sure, or like uh, what lacrosse. Do you call it? Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. he said netty ball, catchy ball. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two parlor français on this podcast. Uh, Talking Shop Mania Two. It's been announced for November the thirteenth. Completely unrelated news. Carl Anderson is on Straight to Hell this week. <laughs> <laughs> who would have known ah, who knew man? Uh, Matt Riddle has lost some weight he's now just Riddle and I can't <laughs> think of any reason why they would shorten his name to maybe get rid of anything bad if you google Matt Riddle I, oh but the thing is if you, you're going to search Riddle and it's going to come up with images of the Riddler and then you're going to search Riddle WWE and he's still going to get everything anyway so I don't buy into that being the reason really I don't and if it is, that's a pretty massive oversight. Riddles are riddles are cool, aren't they? Just the guy, just riddles in general. <laughs> just riddles in general. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite riddle? I can't think of any. Oh. Damn it. There's, there's just so many good ones, it wouldn't be fair to choose. What gets bigger someone... the more you take away from it? Uh, it's probably something like time. Is it time? Uh, no. Okay, is it... Uh, <laughs> is it cheese? Um, cheese? 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 Is it cheese? Is, is it, it cheese? Um, is it... No, I can get this. No, I can get this. <laughs> this is it. It's going to fall No, into I can this. get this. What gets bigger the more you take away from it? It's, are you sure it's not time? It's probably something like time. Is it the moon? Is it a towel? <laughs> yeah, is it a towel? <laughs> towel. Is it a towel? It's a towel. What is it? It's cheese time. No, it's, um, it's a hole. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, I've never in my life someone's gone, I've got a riddle for you. I've never once gone, oh god. I'm always like, oh, here we go. It's riddle time. Very exciting. Anyway, yeah, Matt that should be riddle catchphrase. <laughs> it's riddle time. We want it's riddle time. Oh, no. oh, can you I bring have this to tell up? this? Can I bring are you thinking of the same thing? Yeah, of course. There can't be Ooh. any more riddle stories. So, so we were um mm. When we were doing WCPW, I've mentioned him on the podcast before because he's a lovely bloke and very funny. Ryan Kars uh, of the Tag Rope magazine, really good guy. Um, <laughs> we were just deliriously tired at the start of one show waiting for everything to happen. And it was the tour that we had Bubba Ray Dudley on. And we did things like we got around someone's laptop and they put on Bubba Ray Dudley's entrance with the Animal Hospital theme music in the background. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Bubba Ray wasn't there. He didn't, he didn't know about any of this. But... Um, <clears throat> but we 
somehow just you know when you're delirious and just the stupidest things are funny it was like i think it was like day four of a tour or day uh, three of a tour it was knackering we were like wouldn't it be funny if his name was bubba ray ridley and he tells riddles and then we'd be like get the riddle stick and he's just like (laughs) it was the catchphrase we we weren't high we weren't high it sounds like something we've just invented like but we were just our only drug was lack of sleep unfortunately yeah that can have uh, effective drug-like effects as I found out really Aphex yes. Twin did it, didn't he, to make music in like the late nineties. He deprived himself of sleep for as long as he could to see wow. what weird stuff would come out. Silly. Yeah. Uh, Faith No More's Angel Dust album was also recorded in really? similar circumstances. And it's my favourite album of all time, so is, go for it. It's my favourite Faith No More album for sure. Mm. Really need to see them live. Again. Yes. Yeah. So glad I got to. <laughs> well, hey, hopefully if Hellfest happens next year, me and you can go to Nice France. I've wanted to go to Hellfest for so bloody long, honestly. It'd be great to go. And when we get there, we can go, this is nice, France. No, we'll take a camera and we'll just sort of break it in the backstage and be like, Sabaton, you like World Wars? What about World War Three? And then grill them know. about stuff they don't know about. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on. I wish Ross was here. I'm really scared. That could have been the future heads and the joke still would have been the I'm, same. You would have been I mean, yeah. okay. I'm in the yeah. minority now, and I'm You scared. love Hounds of Love? <laughs> what about Hounds of Justice? Right, these Roman Reigns What's going on? Well, I'm having a good time. I can see Jack is uh, super so we'll move on. Uh, the final bit of news is Jack Swagger revealed. No, wait, sorry. It? You know when, oh, you know in the Rugrats? Breaking news. You know in the Rugrats, when it goes to the baby's point of view when an adult's talking to them? Not when the yeah. adults are talking oh, yeah, to each yeah. other, and they talk like gibberish. That's what happened to me there. I thought... <laughs> Felt like Tommy Pickles. At least it didn't go full on. peanuts and we weren't just like, that is how I think Ross hears me whenever it's like, <laughs> I think that's so I was playing my Nintendo too. and then Ross is just like, oh, okay, here's some music. Ross just wakes <laughs> up in the dead of night. Ross just wakes up in the dead of night. Oh, my mic. Ross just wakes up in the dead of night. What's, what, what is Contra? You just, world just. Uh, oh. So, pretty bit at the end of the news, like you try and do to balance out the bad stuff. Uh, Jack Swagger revealed that when he was the Money in the Bank contract holder, John Cena apparently refused to lose the title to him in 2010. That selfish man. Yeah, that damn it, <laughs> yeah. Cena. Urgh. Oh, God. That would have uh, been a match for the ages. Uh, that's one way of saying it. Because apparently they did an angle where Swagger attacked Cena with the briefcase. And then, surprise, he went on SmackDown and cashed in uh, after or during the Jericho Edge match. Yeah, and it's interesting because I did like a deep dive at all the Swagger appearances because it was like, what happened with this weird title reign? I think a lot of people forget, including Swagger himself, that that was the first year they did Money in the Bank, the pay-per-view. So there were three Money in the Bank matches that year because they also did it at WrestleMania for the last time. So really, whoever won that uh, thing... That wasn't a victory. That was a loss because they were only going to win it uh, and then lose it very soon afterwards anyway. So, Right. Yeah. Huh? Well, yeah, well, I don't know why yeah. I explained all that. Sorry, I think I got poop. Too much no, cheesecake, no, I, as we say. Well, I, I kind of understand. But at the same time, you can kind of say that maybe John, I mean... I think John may, might have might have had have a been, bit of a bigger pull, yeah. For the I business. don't know. I, I just <laughs> and also <laughs> Swagger got a world heavyweight title reign. He won the other one, yeah. so you know it's not it's not too bad. No, no, no. Sorry, we have to do the videos with top ten times John Cena buried a dude. Whoa! It's, let's not 
Let's not. Come on. That's a, that's Come a on livelihood, now. Matthew. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, that will be a great video, and I can't wait to see it happen. Sorry, I'm just going to like adjust some stuff on this table. Uh, I'll just meander around. I've still got my headphones on, so you should be able to hear me. Okay. That's fantastic. Uh, we're right at the end of the news section, so you could have done that in five seconds time, <laughs> and no one would have noticed, Sam. But thank you for telling us that anyway, and we're that's going to good. definitely leave that it's in. It's all good. We should, yeah. That's behind the scenes. Oh, they love that. Oh, also, before we escape the news section, AW Full Gear, which we'd usually put in the Week of Wrestling section where we talk about the Week of Wrestling. Uh, but however, our big boss himself, Adam Pacitti, uh, stopped running around in horse manure to tell us to do this bit first. So who we'd <laughs> Wait, argue. I, I, just, I should explain, me and Richard have just had a furious... Well, I blew up at Richard. <laughs> Jack's basically cost himself good edits for the next six, yeah, seven months. Because... Right, I, I foresaw this issue, and I was like, should we just mention Full Gear first, or should we save it? And then Richard jumped in, and then I couldn't, and then I uh, got cross. Not seriously, everyone. I'm not it like... It was serious. It was very that, serious. What's that Republican newsreader called who just shouts at his crew behind the... Who is that? Is that Bill O'Reilly? What's he called? Yeah, we'll do it <laughs> we'll live. Do it live. Yeah, we'll do it yeah, live, yeah. 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 That's me, apparently. Um, <laughs> that was you. But, yeah, what I explained what happened was there, as I was saying to Matthew, that Owen my flatmate, who is now the cultaholic heavyweight champion, has been so insufferable that I've just got a festering hatred of editors now. And it's awful. You keep saying that, you're going to be really, really, I'm really sorry. out it's of not, luck with editors. twice now. <laughs> yeah. Twice he said it. <laughs> but I can, I was saying I'll to Matthew, march out of this door and I'll get on Slack and I'll tell every editor, don't was, touch him, don't go near him. No, you're have, black holes. Have, have, have Owen, <laughs> you can Owen edit, edit this. <laughs> I was, I was like saying to Matthew that the part of it is because about well, I started doing videos five years ago now, Jesus. And I can see a lot of Owen's enthusiasm in me five years ago before I was just beaten down. And part of me hates that, hates his, op his optimism. Like people are saying like, great work, Owen, keep it up. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. And I'm just there. They'll turn on you, kid. They'll turn on you in an instant. <laughs> I mean, I'm just chain smoking as I'm in a bar somewhere. <laughs> You're the Bob Holly to his Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> so AEW Full Gear, speaking of Cody Rhodes, first of all, I want to say the pre-match video packages they showed on the uh, buy-in, kickoff, whatever they call it, were amazing. I think they usually do very good promos, but the stuff with Kingston, especially along with the other lads as well, really sucked me in and made some of the awkward bits on Dynamite seem unawkward. And also, calling the action this evening, Impact Wrestling's very own Don Callis. Just for the first um, match, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a bit harsh, I think, that they took Impact's best production people, then they took their best commentator. I think next week we'll go live to Impact Wrestling and uh, Jim Ross will be filing out the gold teeth from some of the Carter family. <laughs> and that's aside the point. <laughs> Uh, Pre-show, Serena Deeb defeated Alison Kay. I thought it was a very good match. Yeah, yep. it was a good match. Anyway, women's division outclassing the AW women's division by far. Yeah. Then Kenny Omega defeated Hangman Page. A very strong Ooh. match between the two to be to win the AW big old tournament thingamajig. It was a little meandery, but not in like a bad way. It had a lot to sort of Ooh. get through. So I think it needed that that sort of pace to it. But I did enjoy it very much. They They're really scary lads, aren't they? dropping each yeah. other on the head and stuff. They got very red. They got very, very red. <laughs> Matthew, just, no. <laughs> I thought when I said like they're really scary on it, I thought, I'm sure Matthew just went, no. <laughs> like two of the cuddliest wrestlers or no. I but they were, not when one of them's giving you a tiger driver. With love. Oh, yeah, well, that, that head bounce off the stage. Mm. Yeah. But he was like, I'm really sorry, pal. He's like, that's okay. One thing I really liked was when Omega was um, 
doing the one winged angel and hangman was trying to fight out of it before he got hit with it it reminded me of mr kennedy versus batista i think he's up oh, for the batista nice. bomb and he's yeah. like giving him a few right hands on the way down when mr kennedy was going to be pushed but then wasn't yeah yeah i did enjoy yeah. that they both kennedy! practically all the way down they both practically like collapsed into that one winged angel as well you could tell yeah. it was just like absolute desperation this has to be it but it was class it was good match yeah, yeah. Then Orange Cassidy defeated Long John Silver. Probably the most popular thing at the AW Live shows, but according to Meltzer, he's the most over guy there, but you just can't hear the crowd response to him, which <laughs> is my current favourite <laughs> Mel, uh, Meltzerism. That's, yeah, that that's quite... I don't... So he's just telling us that he likes him, basically. Yeah, I, I'm the most popular member of this podcast. I like podcast. this guy. You just so can't read the comments else. about me. I... I think he is getting over. Oh, for sure. There was some, there was some cheers in this match for him, and I and I was like surprised they did just wrestle a really good match. I thought it was going to be all comedy. And there was some comedy at the start, but then they just had a hell of a match. I was like, whoa! Yeah. Yeah. I can't like he's he's just got just look at his little face. How can he not get over? He's he's practically begging to be set free. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you take a dog to the park and it's in yeah. the car and it's like yeah. that's just his face he's just <clears throat> waiting he's just waiting for somebody to open the boot he's very or, much like you that. know sorry the trunk yeah. or the tunk um, the tunk yeah that's a Simpsons reference oh sorry look in the tunk the tunk and there's John Silver because it's only a small car <laughs> anyway yeah great match uh, Darby Allen then defeated Cody Rhodes to become the new TNT oi champion uh, and another strong <laughs> match uh <laughs> Liked it, and I like that this is the according to the video package before the show. This has been two years in the making. When Darby Allen that first match went to a draw, that he couldn't quite pin Cody the second time. The third match, Darby won. Sure, one match, yeah. one match, one year in the making, two. Wait, is it only one year? There's been one year of dynamite, unless they faced each other on one of the. No, you're like, right. Sorry, it just feels no. It was at a fight for the no fighter fest. Oh, so it's just over a year, which is still a long build, though. Yeah, God. it's been a it's been a long year this year. It does feel like two. Yeah, years. this year yeah. has been. Oh, oh wait, time, hang on, time no. has been weird, uh, Jack. Because the more I've taken away from it, the bigger it's got. Wait, when <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> when did Dynamite start? Twenty nineteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's just been over a year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I liked um, anyway. Cody, like Cody showboating, and I'm just telling him to pack it in. Uh, I liked okay. Cody just slowly becoming more and more meticulous as well as it went on. Like, it seemed like there was a little bit of resistance initially from him where he just had to start bringing it harder and harder. And then eventually he gets to the point where he's showboating. I did enjoy that. I saw somebody online say as well, they want uh, Darby Allen to put a white strap on the TNT title and I couldn't agree more. I think Ooh. it would look amazing with him in a white strap. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Make some noises. Hikaru <sighs> uh, uh, uh. Shida defeated Nyla Rose uh, in a match that was good for 10 minutes and it kept on going and Bathy, going and going. Bathy, Go this match had Kenny Omega's fingerprints all over it. Like, <laughs> What made you is... say that? Was it the Mega Man X cosplay? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wait, was that what it was as well? Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it absolutely yeah. does. So, Blue headband. What, what it was was that... It was like one of Omega's 30-minute New Japan matches, but without 30 minutes to play with. And the whole, like, pulling each other up and then kicking out a one because you're so angry that they've yeah. used your finisher. I was like, Tanahashi literally did that to Omega when me and Sam were in Japan. I was like, hang on, what's all this about? 
But yeah. So you're saying they were cosplaying as Mega Man X, cosplaying as Kenny Omega. <laughs> wow, that's deep. And also the bit when Shida went, no, no, she didn't do that. At all, all they needed was the Undertale entrance, and that was it. <laughs> the bit where Nyla Rose started cutting a promo and going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, you might be new to Matthew's Kenny Omega impression. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, that was great. A lot of- he, hasn't it, he hasn't done it for a while. Like he's been like subdued, kind of like on ketamine, Kenny Omega on AEW the last few weeks. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for surprise, and he just freaks out. And that's when we no, it's the bad Kenny Omega. He's back. And, uh, <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, this was all right um, for a bit, and then again, this tried to shove too much. You know, when something doesn't have drama and they try and force it. Sometimes right. it works and sometimes it, didn't, it, you it just didn't go, have enough. It didn't have enough build, did it, to justify no. all of the... But uh, Vicky no Guerrero build. took a little... Vicky took a little bump. Yeah, she um, got involved with the kendo stick and everything. I don't know yeah. how Nyla didn't just rip her face off and put it back on, back to That's front intre- at the end. It's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. she slapped her and Nyla was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to literally just be like... And just pull it, the skin off her skull. Surely like, at some like point. Like in Mega Man X3, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But then, doesn't matter about that. The Young Bucks defeated FTR to win the AEW Tag Team Championship. Now, I'm interested in seeing what other people have to say about this match because it's been very diverse online. Sam, you may go first because you're new. I, I quite liked it. I, I didn't really see any major, major issues with it. I think it, it worked fairly well. It was, again, a little meandery, but given the gravitas of it, You've got to have that length to it. The backwards and forwards, removing the the shoe to get to the ankle and stuff, mm-hmm. I really liked. Uh, I loved it, like, you know, the matching, stupid observation, but like the matching uh, ring gear to walk down to and the, the big jackets and everything uh, from FTR. Um, and I could have sworn as well that when, is it Dax smashes his hand in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when he goes over to the medical official, I was just waiting for that to be Tully, but it never came to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and yourself, Jack. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know that a lot of people maybe didn't, but I thought it was fantastic. I didn't think it was as good as the Bucks versus Hangman and Omega. I thought that was better just, but I thought this was still really, really good. It was better than the long tag match we had at All Out, which was a show that was just like, everyone was burnt oh, out yeah. and the Matt Hardy form. Yeah. It was definitely a, a big step up from that. And... Um, I picked FTR, so I was very angry afterwards with Cash Wheeler because of his stupid going for a flip, which is not what he does. Yeah, that was. But that was I odd. mean, it, I kind of get it if they address it in storyline. Uh, but it was the same sort of rage I felt as a child when Jeff Hardy jumped off the top of the cage instead of just yeah. escaping. That was devastating as well. Um, so yeah, I thought it was really good, but I do feel bad for FTR because they've come to this company. And they've lost. And then on Dynamite this week, the books were like, well, yeah, we are the best in the world. I'm like, ah. Oh. Imagine so they just split go. them up and release one of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> may, may the other one be like Oz or something. Can you imagine if yeah. AEW just also got their tag division? That's just it. Bury, they also, they made them come out in those Jester costumes they were meant to come out in, in WWE. Yeah. And the uh, tights have their old name they've not used in three years on the back of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought it was a very good match, worth watching if you're into that type of tag wrestling that the books do very well. I am surprised, though, this is going to sound like a weird bit of criticism. This is a match that they, AW and Young Books and FTR themselves, have hyped up for years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe because I, I was expecting, because of their own hype, the greatest tag match ever. But I was disappointed, and I said this last week, that they added that stupid stipulation 
that mm. if the Young Bucks do yeah. not win, then they never... That was They were never not going to win. Mm. So it was very good. If you love work rate, and God knows we love work rate here, yeah. But I think that it took so much tension away from the match, it was only a very good match. Yeah, I, and that's I'm why very I went, surprised that they managed to bungle the thing that they spent years building up. That's why it's I like they had the easiest three-point shot in the history of wrestling, and instead they went for a slam dunk instead. Three-point, what? Three-pointers are harder than slam dunk. I know basketball. Yeah, and I don't really work because but the, slam dunk's the highest percentage shot in the game of basketball. Imagine. Yeah, but that's what. But a three-point's worth more. It's an easy yes, three-pointer. I've got you. I've got it's you. not a great I've analogy, you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Sabaton. That's the reason. That, no more. <laughs> that's the reason that I went for um, FTR because I thought it was too obvious. So I was like, well, I'm picking FTR because something's not right here. But then I was wrong. Yeah, the booking. Well, yeah. <laughs> and the booking. <laughs> oh, nice. <sighs> Three points to Jack. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and then Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara in uh, a match that I didn't care about at all. Uh, I really liked Matt Hardy's silly bollocks. Um, in 2016, when it was new, it was original. We hadn't seen this craziness before. It was so bad, it was good. It was so weird and different. And now we're doing the same stuff over and over again, and it's not different or new. It's just, oh, it's that thing that they've already done in uh, WWE years ago. So, you, have to admit, you have to admit, though, um, that Gangrel rules. So, oh, nothing yeah. against Gangrel. This is, you know. Yeah. I do positive. have a bit of an issue with it, and I will cancel my AEW Network subscription and go online <laughs> and tell everybody about it. Um, it's that Shane Helms didn't reappear as a member of Three Count. Oh. I was really, really wanting that. When he came back as the reporter, I was like, God, oh, once mm. more. But no, we never got it. That would have yeah, been, been great. That would have really been it. That would have been. Sorry. That would have been the greatest thing to have ever happened. Wrestling would have been done and that's it. Just pack yeah. it all away and let's all move on to MMA. Yeah, he's what really is- pushing that whole... <laughs> I, he has to use the Hurricane name and WWE said, yeah, sure, thanks for asking. No one usually has to use the trademark after they leave. He's really pushing that by going AEW. <laughs> yeah. He's pals with Matt Hardy, I assume. He just got him around his house. Was it Shivani actually called David Heath Gangrel and... Um, Oh. And they had to, I think Jim Ross is the one who has to clean up and go, also known as David Heath. Like straight afterwards. <laughs> you can't, just don't say his name because you can't look at that man and go, there's Dave. Yeah, you can just be like, oh my God, it's him. Like yeah. easy. No, but he's allowed to use it because, wasn't that thing? Was the White Wolf, White Wolf oh, tried really? to say, I, that's no, we, we have the rights to this. And then they checked and they didn't. Oh, because I, I, th- I figured because JR jumped in so quickly, it might just be force of habit, I guess. But like he jumped in so quickly, he'd be like, David Heath. I was like, okay. Well, it's because Jim Ross doesn't use Twitter for news. He uses it to take accidental pictures of his... uh... So what were we saying, Jack? Horny cowboy. (laughs) So um, I can't remember now. Oh, um, I liked when he was called Vampire Warrior also. That was a good time. I just, I like the fact that he he just, you know, he just rolled with it. He somehow got a vampire over in the 90s. Banging and banging. Yeah, oh, was, and then he had oh, a successful porn career for a bit, didn't he? <laughs> fanging and banging again. Yeah, as a director. And the series were called Fanging and Banging, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And he was in Human Centipede 3. Gangrel rules. Gangrel. Gangrel, the, Gangrel does rule. So that's it. This match gets a rating of Gangrel. <laughs> yeah. And then Sammy Guevara was put in a bin. <laughs> to and, melt uh, him down with acid? I don't know what they're going to do with it. <laughs> No, yeah, he's, he was uh, back. No, don't worry, he was back on Dynamite. He's fine. Okay, cool. I haven't been able to catch up. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't worry, they, they, they removed all trace and memory of that horrible incident where Matt Hardy uh, had a horrible thing of concussions by repeatedly braining Sammy in the head with a chair. <laughs> Good work, A-Dub. Uh, MGF then defeated Chris Jericho in a match that I would have liked if it was about eight minutes long. Because yeah, Chris Jericho is old. And, and it's he did not the been same, a good year for him in the ring. He did, what were you saying, he did do the, he did do the same thing. Sorry for you. You did That's the right. same things like the grabbing the camera and ringing the bell and pretending he's won when he hasn't won and all the everything that he always does in every match now. But I enjoyed the latter few bit when they were trying to out heal each other. That was pretty good. Um, just, yeah, finish was finish was great. I forgot about that. What were you saying? Just Sam? real quick, I've just realised as well. And the Elite Deletion match was that Rebby's first appearance. Like, no, she's been on Dynamite uh, in the crowd. Okay, because I was going to say because she's there playing the piano at the end. Yeah, and you yeah. Just sort of see her in the world, I guess, oh, for God. a second like, of the kayfabe, and then it goes. She's kicked off on Twitter again, and I was reading a Reddit really? thread about Really? Yeah. Well, like this week, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, great, was, what happened? And see that. I don't know. She was kept it vague, but she was like, well, that might be the last one of those matches you see in AEW or something like that. And yay, just, Rebby, just, yay! Just, you can just Sorry. imagine Matt's like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, like... I was reading a Reddit thread about it and people were torn between Rebby standing up for her husband and Rebby kicking off everything. And someone said, I once commented on a picture of Senior Benjamin saying he is the goat and she told me to F off. <laughs> and, then people, and then people were like, people, but then everybody kind of worked out. She must have thought they were, he was actually calling him a goat. <laughs> like oh. she must have thought, he's not a goat. He's my dad. <laughs> so He's bloody like, Senior Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Rebby Hardy there. <laughs> yeah, so last match got a gangrel rating. Uh, Mahardy versus, sorry, MJF versus Chris Jericho got a Rebby out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I enjoyed the end. The ending was good. Yeah, it resulted in lots of silly sketches on Dynamite, so it served its purpose. Yeah. And then we have the notes here on the things that Jack prepares. It says, John Moxley defeats Eddie Kingston in brackets. I'm sorry, Matthew. That's so all right, Jack. I'll say this, though, as I said earlier, this is the first pay-per-view I stayed up to watch since the Rumble like in January, because I've always been like, oh, I think we'll get back to normal. No sense ruining my sleep pattern. But I thought I'd do that this time because I got myself in that mindset of, wait, Eddie Kingston could win the title tonight. And for some reason, even though you shouldn't stand wrestlers and all wrestlers are disgusting evil people, as we discovered this year, I just got really excited at the idea. I mean, should trick my brain into getting excited at the idea that Eddie Kingston was going to win the world title. And I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, did you think and he was actually going to I don't know. I think I was just looking for something to get excited about because yeah. not a lot at the minute. So, yeah. Did you get sort myself. of swept up in the spiral of all of the social media posts and everybody yeah. like paying respect to him and yeah. saying that he deserves it? And yeah, I, I sort of got swept up in it as well. But unfortunately, I fell asleep before the main event because I was oh just. Oh my <laughs> God. So I had to wake up in the morning and I was like, <laughs> get it straight back on. Which but, match did you fall asleep through? I think it was Jericho MJF. I remember That's Jericho, I would sort of, I'd had a couple of moments where I'd just sort of gone and it was a new match. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> we're fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I just went straight out during Jericho MJF. So I rewatched those last two, but Christ. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're honest, Sam. Yeah, I fell asleep. So. It is staying up till very late. For us, yeah, uh, UK but the match itself was the match itself was just fantastic. Like the bat, yeah. the barbed wire, the finish was brutal. The thumbtacks, yeah. just it was great. I think it was just done right. There wasn't too much blood. There was just enough to make it credibly serious. I think it was great. I, I liked how because I was thinking, how are they going to end this match 
with one of them realistically quitting because they're both really hard. Yeah. But it was believable because he was choking him and the barbed wire was... I was like, that That does yeah. kind of work. It. I can kind of believe it. Yeah. What did you think about the... What did you think of that, Matthew, actually, the way he lost? Oh, I mean, it sucked because he shouldn't have lost. But uh, once, <laughs> once I recovered up from that, yeah, it's fair enough. I mean, outside of, you know, getting a gun... It's what was what the most violent that they could do. I think it was up there with uh, Magnum TA and Tully with the uh, say I quit. Nah, all right, I'm gonna put this in your eye. All right, I quit. Yeah. You know, type of thing. Like I'm, I'm going to kill you. But yeah, it makes sense again. The build up where they had the match, the referee called for the bell and he goes, "Whoa, I didn't say I quit. I didn't tap out or anything. How dare you? We're gonna do this till one man can't do it anymore." So yeah, it worked for me. We've loved Eddie to have won, and it was again being on Discord, which people go, "Come on, this is it." Yeah, it's I haven't done that in so long. So it's like like uh, being a kid again. Not quite like that, but you know, having that emotion of like, oh, I'm actually, I actually give a damn about somebody winning. First time in a long time it's happened. So overall, a cracking show, easily squashing uh, all out. Never yeah. heard that show we on about. Never happened. Um, and I definitely got my twenty quid's worth. And that's it. Despite the little criticisms here and there, I had a lovely time. What did you think overall, Jack? I thought it was a great one. It might be AW's best pay per view yet. It's up there with maybe double or nothing. Um, really good stuff. Uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Sam? Uh, give me two seconds. My computer's trying to restart. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, postpone, postpone, postpone. <coughs> uh, yeah, I think it was the most stacked pay-per-view card I've seen in quite some time, and it did mm. deliver, even if some of the matches were just a little bit, you know, but you do need those peaks and troughs. Um, and I think that it was structured fairly well. And... You know, it was entertaining. Was I entertained? Yeah. Good night of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Ah, that's a lot of positivity. Don't worry, lads. It's not going to last because we're going to the next segment right now. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, that's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And a condescending order from last week, the murder game, 15% which I admit is still a higher percentage than I thought of people who had actually heard of this show. So well done, Jack. It's a small victory. Sam, you've not heard of it, have you? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> what? It's, oh. it's pro- it was a program on the BBC in like the early to mid-2000s. It was like a reality show slash... It was like Beamish, if there's been a murder mystery at Beamish, and they have to solve... Because ah. like everyone in the town is an actor, and they've yeah. got to find out who did the murder, but the killer kills off one of the contestants every week. I watched a bit of it uh, this past weekend and had a bloody great time. I can't stand interactive theatre. I, I think oh, I'd die Sam, if I was in there. there, there are I, think I, could, I could watch it on TV, but if I was there in person, I'd just be, I wouldn't be able to. I'd just be... A lot of cringy nah. moments. A lot of cringy yeah. moments. Ilya Dragunov versus Volta from NXT UK. 40%. Can you <laughs> guess what could have beaten it? <laughs> That's right, Ilya Dragunov's nipples, 46%. Yeah. yeah, it kind of sums up Ross on this podcast, really, doesn't it? Matthew makes a serious point, oh. match that he genuinely really enjoyed and has reignited his passion for wrestling. Ross comes in and goes, that man's nipples, and the fan base are like, yes. Disgusting. Yeah, but you know what? I can fully get behind this. Ilya Dragunov's nipples should be in a Hall of Fame. Well done, Ross. Even when you're not here, you're winning. Uh, so, Sam, as uh, Ross 2, Ross Harder, you may go first this week. So, over lockdown this year, this entire year of just word I can't say on stream, um, it's it's just been a lot of sitting around at home. There's not really been a lot to do, and a big part of it is comfort. And one thing I worked out was that 
when you work from home, it's hard to sort of have that, you know, I'm at work mindset and now I'm going to relax mindset because usually you're in the exact same clothes and all this stuff. And then I discovered, uh, I think it was after I watched the Road Warriors behind, not behind the match, that's my series, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, um, that there's just all those shots of them in Zubas. And I was like, Zubas the best. And Steph saw them and was like, I need a pair of these pants. And I was like, okay. So I, I Googled and Googled and Googled, and it was extortionate to get them from the US. But Amazon sold three different colors. So I bought Zubas for the first time in my life. And it's changed me as a person deep down inside. I genuinely think that everybody should be given a pair of Zubas because it's like wearing just just the most floaty, airy, light material and you look like a giant neon zebra. So I think if I could replace my entire skin with Zuba's material, I might consider it. I don't know if I'd go for it, but I'd consider it. But my pick is Zuba's and anybody out there with Zuba's, if you don't vote for me, then you're a monster. Zuba's are the greatest thing to happen to mankind. If he stands up now and he's wearing yeah. a pair of Zuba's. <laughs> oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. If I'd known I was going to be on the podcast, I would have just totally turned oh. up in them. Aren't Zuba's, weren't they originally made popular by wrestlers because they have to travel so much. So they're really comfortable for travel. They're like, yeah, I think so. You'd see a lot of like Super Bowl winners when they're all back Uh, at the stadium posing with the uh, trophy and like matching colored Zubas and stuff. And I think they just really must have gone in hard on the marketing budget in the 80s because every single meathead was wearing them. Nice. And still is. Look at me. I mean, I'm (laughs) stacked. And, you know, (coughs) the only thing that can contain my, my bulging rippliness is a pair of Zubas. It's a good pick. It's a solid pick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack or Matthew? My, oh, nah, Jack. I'm, I'm eager to hear this. <laughs> my pick is one of every. I think it's one of those unspoken things on the podcast that all the fans enjoy, but no one's really verbalised yet. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bring it up now, and everyone's gonna go. Yes, we do love that part of the podcast. It's the little noise that Matthew makes at the start of each segment. That's my nomination for this week's Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know the I'll do it now. Ah, just a lovely relaxed <laughs> just a relaxed noise to get everybody into the oh. next segment. Oh, great oh. So my pick is Matthew's noise at the start of each segment. It's really good. The thing is now you've made him aware of it. It oh, will never truly be authentic it. again. No. He will go into it. It'll be like how Superhuman oversells now. He'll just Matthew will sit down, <laughs> but he'll probably he'll step off off camera and he'll he'll jump into the chair, like get a good four feet in the air and just be like, ah, yeah, like that, and that'll be it. Superhuman does oversell now. <laughs> <laughs> the the noise of a forty four. Boy, something-year-old man who's had to do something on his feet for three minutes, sitting down <laughs> on his favourite couch. No, it's a uh, nice. It's not as grim. It's not as grisly oh, as that. It's a very, I think it's a very light and pleasant one. It's like, ah, oh, can't wait for this. You know, you know that does does Link make a noise in Ocarina of Time when he's just setting out into the world, like ah, or something? I've got that in my head or something. No, I that's what I'll do with the start of the podcast. <laughs> it's the whole no, thing. No, not his not his stabby noises. <laughs> no, not. <laughs> Yeah! No. <laughs> Are you doing child link or adult link? Uh, I was doing child link. Hot! God say. <laughs> it's not as if it's going to be a good impression either way, me. Oh, do you remember I you was doing how- old man link. Do you remember when you learn uh, how to do that 
Spin. Oh, what a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've played that Deku Tree level so many times because my brother made me do it for him every... Oh, my God. The Deku Tree level? Yeah, the first level in Ocarina. Yeah, the first half an hour of the game. Uh, he just made oh. me do it. He just wanted... Because my brother was a bit younger, so he wasn't old enough to beat the game oh. on his own. He just wanted to be out in the open world. But to get to the field, you've got to beat the Deku Tree. So... Oh. And he could. He wasn't good enough to do that. So I had to do that, and then he could run around the village and the farm and all that. Lon Lon Ranch, sorry. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, my nomination isn't Ocarina of Time, but it should That's be. Not, it's no. it's Matthew's noise at the start of each segment. Yes. Another Matthew observation here, just real oh. quick. Oh, you notice that he's just looking more and more like Keanu Reeves at the minute. Right. I oh, got a I'll, tweet. T- I'll take that comparison any day, mate. <laughs> I got I got a tweet or I saw a comment recently. It was like, Jack, when are you and Ross gonna really or when no, I think it was just to me actually, but it was like, Jack, when are you gonna really grow into your own because Matthew's become handsome Matthew recently when are you going to do the same oh. and I was like oh, oh. bloody hell oh my oh. word so well done Matthew he's killing <laughs> Matthew's killing it he's killing the game he's kind of glow oh. um, oh, mate thank the you devis- the devastating oh. thing it wasn't me it was some commenter but you know you are, <laughs> you, you, are looking, you are looking it wasn't me I fiercely no, no, disagree no, no, with no, it no, no, no. no the hair really does suit you but but at the same time I peaked at like 20, so I don't know. It's all downhill from here for me, unfortunately. Oh. Still climbing that hill. Still climbing yeah. that hill. That's it. Sam, Sam you know, so <laughs> Sam's, mate, Sam's mate, and by this point in our lives, my mate, also Sparky. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Sparky. He messaged me out of the blue the other day saying, has anyone ever compared you to Bill from Bill and Ted? So me and Matthew could be Bill and Ted. If we oh, wanted. you could. Oh, okay. I don't let's look do like a, Bill. Let's do a third one. Let's do a third Bill and Ted. Yeah. Come on. I don't think and I look like him. years though. to get it made for some reason. <laughs> I've never had that before, though, for lookalikes. He's no. blonde. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh. It's good enough. Hey, look, I've got long hair and a beard. Apparently, I'm Keanu Reeves. You can be Bill, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, thought you were getting really excited about Cyberpunk coming up. Unless oh. it gets pushed back again. Maybe it'll yeah. be out by February, March. Ross! June. Uh, Ross! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's that button? <laughs> They're talking about current games. Oh, no. I know you are. Yeah, you are. To be fair, you might know what that is, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll take Keanu Reeves over Billy Mitchell. Uh, No, not that one. So now I have to pick my Hall of Fame. And after those two tremendous things, I have to pick something out of thin air because nothing much has happened this week apart from jogging and watching an old cartoon series. Oh. That... Because I've been taking breaks in between the One Piece arcs because it's just so long and drawn out. It's like... I've just podcast with Pachiti. It's, it's, it's uh, I've, I've I've resorted to make buying, yourself a cup of tea, Jack. I've resorted, to, I've resorted to buying the manga so that I'll I'll go and 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 physically read it because the show's just getting proper. I I fall in and out of love with it almost every single day. Yeah, I think that's a common thing. I've, I have uh, gotten over some arcs, some of the bits of the arcs, by just skipping. As soon as the villain goes, remember when we met. Years ago, all right, cool, cool. (laughs) It's like skipping the monsters of the week on uh, X Files, but yeah, oh, those are rubbish. Yeah, the the cat episode where there's killer cats and (laughs) like, ah, a bunch of cats. Anyway, my Hall of Fame pick is Home Movies, the absurd, (gasps) weird, disgusting, odd little cartoon that for some reason was shown on Cartoon Network before Adult Swim was a thing. And I, the animation is a, is some of the worst I've ever seen on a, on a cartoon that was released on TVs. 
It's almost like an Etch-A-Sketch quality. It doesn't matter. It's all about these people talking silly bollocks. Stop me if you've heard, you know, can relate to this. Um, talk about silly bollocks having it animated with these weird situations with this kid doing, like, home movies and there's this coach, his mom, and everybody else are weird. And it's just this odd little show that I get way more now as an adult than I, ki- that I did when I was a kid. I was supposed to be watching it, the intended audience. And I showed this to um, OSW's Jay Hunter, because he was saying, have you seen Aquatine Hunger Force? I'm like, no, 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 I'm not at that level, mate. I'm not there. I'm, I'm on home movies. And he goes, never heard of it. Let me check it out. Well, it wasn't my thing, Matthew, but I hope you have a nice time watching it. <laughs> so uh, in honor of that, I thought I'd say that this week. And just to see out of, you know, discussion, oh topic worthy, Did, chat out. Uh, Sam, there we go. You go, you go first. You have you ever heard of it or seen it? I, I recognize the art style. I just Googled it there, but I don't think I've ever seen an episode. I recognize the characters though, because they're so like pointy and yeah. like they're very unique. Um, I was just going to ask, have you ever seen Code Monkeys? No, I don't think so. I think so. it was called Code Monkeys. It's like a show about people that work uh, as coders. I think they might be involved with developing a game or something, but it's all in like 8-bit or 16-bit sprites. Code and it's all animated like sort of like a game, like an old-ass game. It's great. Ah. I'm just having a look at it on my computer while oh, I'm doing yeah. a podcast. That's very rude of me. Uh, Jack, have you seen Home Movies or Code Monkeys? Right. So, no, I've never seen Code Monkeys, but Home Movies, right, has, you know, when you just totally forget that something existed. And as soon as you said it, I've not Googled the art style, but as the guy got spiky hair, the, the yeah. man, yes. Yeah. And it just popped in my head. I was like, I totally forgot. That was the one, the cartoon that I always wanted to watch because it looked a bit edgy and a bit like yeah. risky for my age. But I could never do it because like a lot of people growing up, like when your parents are at work after school, some some days of the week, like I go to my grandparents instead. Like they'd have my tea, they'd make my tea and stuff. And I'd watch Cartoon Network and then my mum would always come to pick us up just before home movies came on or like, and I was like, I always wanted to watch it, um, but I never got to. And when you said home movies, not only did it remind me of that, but two other cartoons that I forgot existed also sprang into my head. So Sean the Sheep. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you mean bits? No, 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 no. Objection, you're on it. You mean big sheep in Little Sheep of the Big City? I do. Sean the Sheep's from Wallace and Gromit, isn't he? Um, (laughs) That is a good series, though, by the way. And also, going away from Cartoon Network to the CBBC side of things, not as good, but the Cramp Twins. Remember the Cramp Twins? Cramp Twins was was good. I I will defend that show. Cramp Twins. defend it. Right, one of them was purple, first of all. I'm, I'm disputing their twin... Nature immediately. <laughs> one was one was a human. The other one, he was a gremlin. Yeah. That was all he could really. Ah, he was, wasn't a human. <laughs> he was like a proper little gremlin. Yeah. And he was. I think was that Wayne. I can't remember the other one's name. I think the Wayne bo- was, was the, the other bad bo- one. <laughs> was the other one called Lucille, or have I just made? I think it's, it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. One sec. Carry yeah, on. The Cramp Twins is basically, if you've never seen it, it's a show about like two brothers, their parents. I think their dad works for like a pharmaceutical company that makes soap and stuff. Um, and it's just sort of everyday, bog standard, Cartoon Network like early 2000s type content, but really good. I think it was very underrated. The Cram Twins, I found, I'm going to find out the name. Is it oh. Lucian? Oh, 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 there, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> not, not Lucille. <laughs> when was this out? It was out. Everyone stops what they're doing. I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm trying to find Everybody at home's yeah, Googling too, it's fine. 2001. Fantastic podcast two, material. Just listen to people type. 2001. <clears throat> cool. That was a show that I did not watch. 
uh, it was only, in 2000, it was only I was watching the the five star lineup of like Courage the Cowardly Dog, I R oh, or Powerpuff oh. Girls, uh, Dexter's Lab, Cow and Chicken, Prime. Cow and Chicken, Cartoon Cartoons is the greatest thing that ever happened for our childhood, I think. But I forget, Jack. Mama had a chicken. <laughs> I'm not joining. I'm not doing the Team Rocket intro with you. Mama for had a chicken. <laughs> that was Pro- proud. He didn't care how. I look at that. Are we just gonna do this? Oh, I am whistle. Sorry. Anyway, sorry, Matthew. We've totally hyped. We've just been talking about old cartoons. I can't believe we've meandered into the world. Yeah. That's just completely unlike us. Uh, so home movies, uh, a good, I'm glad it has the same reaction people. Other people go, oh, I love that show. Or they go, that was that weird little thing, wasn't it? <laughs> and uh, I, it's weird when you watch something from years ago that you revisit and you got these weird memories. Because I always remember there's one episode, because he does these little home movies, that's where it comes from. But the kid's weird. So it's an episode where he's doing two famous French people who have the name, I think, Julian. Julian Pasteur and then Julian, I don't know, Baptiste or whatever. But they're just going, we are two French people named Julian and we have met in France. And because to be Julian Pasteur, he's got like milk, like whatever, that's not what he's known for. And they're like yelling at each other like that. And my mum from the kitchen, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> so that's why I relate to it more. And also a quick uh, check Wikipedia. It was cancelled after five episodes after receiving the all-time lowest ratings on the UPN network. And in Wait, fact, it was so low, episodes. the network contacted the crew to let them know. Oh, surprise, you broke the record. Oh, Wait that's really good. For lowest ratings ever. Oh, thanks, network. So I didn't want to watch it constantly, apparently. That fascination I had only lasted about a month. They might Sorry, have done a whole America. season. Yeah, they oh. might have done a whole season and edit elsewhere. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do you remember that, as well, talking about weirdest shows from that time, Angela Anaconda. I was yeah, already yeah, in that popped into yeah. my head the other day. God. Yeah. Yeah. Here I... How did that intro go? My name is Angela. I... Hey, hello. I'll introduce oh, my no, friends to you. Poo. The problem is that... Do you remember that? Do you remember the, the villain's full name? No. It was not Nini. quite, it was not quite, but it sounded like Nanette Benoit, but I think it was Penoir or something like that. But she, yeah, I know, I know, I know. The other one as well, the only other one that's sticking out is Fat Dog Mendoza. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah. God, all the, oh my God. So much childhood. Weird flashback <laughs> memories now, listen to this. <laughs> Do you remember Cat Dog? Cat Dog. Ah. Oh. Yes. yes. Cat Dog. Yeah. Oh. Sharky anyway. and George. She was keep on name dropping old cartoons <laughs> until people eventually go, I'm not listening to Cultaholic anymore. This is bollocks. Yeah, you know people, what isn't bollocks though? Go on, one, one more thing then, Jack. I'll I was going to say, people of our age though will have just had the best time there. They'll have been Look, loving that. Yeah. Again, I'm not like, I don't hate the young people like a lot of people my age. I'm just <laughs> saying, it's not your fault that you didn't have a childhood as good as mine. Just saying. <laughs> uh, happy, happy note. If you have a happy childhood or a crap childhood, we don't care. You can vote either way <laughs> on it. The Hall of Fame picks this week oh. are Sam's pick. Zubas. I've already forgotten it, mate. I'm really sorry. What was it? Zoobies. Zoobas. Zoobies. Zoobas. Zoobas. He like said zoobies. it, Matthew. He said, he said Zuba. He did correct <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, he was we, trying, we, he was we fell on that much. I was, trying, I was trying, was trying to be, to be weird. quirky. Yeah. And Matthew just deadpanned him. What? Yes. Zuby. What is <laughs> the same On the same wavelength as always. Uh, so the Zoomy Zubas. Jack has nominated. Uh, Matthew's noise that he makes at the start of That's most right. segments. I forgot what it was and it was me. And <laughs> mine is also the TV series Home Movies. 
If you don't want to vote for that, I'll put in brackets or any other obscure early 2000s cartoon that only you remember <laughs> and focus on because uh, I need the votes. I'm on my arse. And how can you vote for the prestigious Hall of Fame? Bugger if I know. Oh, no, that's right. You go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. That's us. This week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. No, 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 no. I've ruined it. I've ruined the podcast. I've ruined it. I'll try and forget I'm that you said anything. This is sorry, it. Ratings everyone. are down. I'm oh, sorry. This is. No. Okay. okay. It, well, w- w- once more with feeling. All right. I'm a method act. All right. Ah. This week better, in wrestling. Better, more like Like, it. I've just sniffed the big uh, pot of gravy me mum's made for Sunday lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the sound. That's the sound. You've just got to take the bisto off the end there oh. from the advert. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, yes. <laughs> ah, bit. This week in wrestling. Before I go into that, week, actually. This week in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's horribly edited. It's not very well done. And before I go into that, speaking of the family get togethers, um, regular people will notice I've slightly changed the. Uh, the, the mise-en-scene, as we say in the business, of this. Still got the, the guide dogs to the blind and the JoJo poster that my friend owns oh, back there. Uh, the reason why it's changed slightly is because I did a Zoom call with my family last Friday. I haven't done one in months. And I just used this setup because why not set up right here in my little bedroom? And we're doing everything. And at the very end, about two hours into it, my cousin just goes, is that a picture of the honky-tonk man you've got on your wall? And I went... <laughs> Yeah, it is the Honky Top Man. It's the great longest running IC champion of all time. And I realized, looking behind everyone's head, it's families, it's uncles, it's aunties. So they've all got their kids, their wedding photos, the last holiday they went to around them. And here's Muggins here with some dogs he doesn't own and the longest running Uncle champion of all time. So I made sure they wasn't there anymore. And uh, the fact that no one said anything the entire time until near the very end, my cousin just went... I've got to ask, you the honky-tonk man, you good friends or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. He autographed that foot, that picture of him to me and I've all the other people who've got a wrestle like, crate. I've walked past him twice at conventions. Ooh. Big claim. There you go. But, good time. So I I'll mean, share that story Matthew, with you. Matthew, Matthew, me and Sam once walked past Scott's Diner at a convention. Or was it Ross? Then we told Sam about it. We once walked past Scott Steiner at a convention and he ate like three quarters of an apple in one bite. <laughs> and oh, we just he wasn't... To, we just... <laughs> He didn't just, look happy that day. No, we just heard this noise and we looked down <laughs> Steiner just... <laughs> Occupying like a whole table. Just like oh, sat man. down. It's like terrifyingly huge, even though he's older. It's like... Oh, yeah. so good. You could have made him happy by giving him more apples. Wrestling conventions <laughs> are one of the most unnerving places in the world. I really get unnerved by them. If you were playing the murder game, that <laughs> would have been your clue that to give that blokey more apples. Oh, he Jack. Been murdered. Jack, we've done it. Matthew's what? just done it. He solved it. The murder game? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, we need to take the murder game and put it in the setting of a, re- of a wrestling <laughs> convention. For a WrestleCon. <laughs> and we'll have a big event. Yes. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Matthew yeah. can be the host of the we'll start. We'll make our own. We'll just attend no, one and make Matthew our own. Has to, Matthew has to be they the victim, know. doesn't he? It's Matthew's birthday. We've all gathered for a wrestling convention. Matthew's found dead in his tux. Oh, who did it? Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> was it you? <laughs> <laughs> He's there, obviously, in his outfit with his guitar. Hell no, the only thing Honky Tonk kills is a good night, baby. Dilly, dilly. <laughs> this week no, in it- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's... Smackdown. Uh, 
Sasha Banks finally manages to keep hold of the title after she's won it. Wow. Mm. History making episode of SmackDown there. She defeats Bailey, but is laid out by Carmella afterwards. It was just had a rejiggle. She's a yep. different character. Kind of. Uh, worst character. Because yeah. when they when someone goes away and they bring them back blonde, or if they're already blonde, wearing less clothes, I feel like they take away from their original persona and make them into whatever Vince likes. It's weird. Well, this is it. I think Carmella sort of transcended the fact that, you know, she she's not just part of Enzo and Cass. Like, she she grew beyond that. Yeah. And, and she sort of built on that, and she was a very unique character, and I think that's why a lot of people are sort of mourning the loss of that character. We haven't really yeah. seen much yet, and, you know, it could it could all turn around, and we could be sat, kicking, like, sat here kicking ourselves in, like, a year's time, being like, oh, it worked out. But I, it was just such a strong character. I don't know how it's going to go, but it's certainly interesting her and Sasha because I think that's going to be like a first time thing. I can't think of another time. Not, yeah. in a, not a high profile one anyway. Mm. Ray Mysterio takes on Corbin in a Survivor Series qualifying match. Corbin jumps Ray beforehand and has the advantage in the match, but Ray fires up. Rollins attacks Dominic on the outside. So Ray jumps out to save him. Ali and Murphy run out as well, but Ray tells them to go away in Espanol. Corbin takes advantage of the distraction and picks up the win. Ooh. Now, it's not quite just as straightforward as Corbin jumps Ray beforehand. There is a whole complex situation going on. Oh, please Ray tell us is, more. Ray is desperately trying to phone his daughter by doing this. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Dominic pops true. up and he's like, Dad, you big silly, your match is up next. <laughs> Go on, what are you doing in your tracksuit? Get your clothes on. And he's like, oh, God, look at the time. I'm too busy trying to get in touch with your sister. Can you go get me my gear, son? Yes, dad. And he runs off. And then the second he turns around on the spot, Corbin jumps in. Yes. Like the second he just turns 90 degrees. Bang. Yes. Bang, 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 bang. Now, there's been many twists and turns in the... What's the end game of the Buddy Murphy, Aaliyah, Murphy, Ray, Seth? Well, so after, after this whole thing... Actually, uh, is there not... Sorry. Sorry for just jumping in again, but is there more of this? Because I might ask that question to you after the next bit that we talk about involving Murphy and them. Yes, so there's yes. a whole backstage cool. bit that we'll okay. come to, but I think cool. I've sort of I've got an idea, but my guess is as good as anybody else's. Cool. Mm. Yeah, we don't want to get that in the way of the uh, hard-hitting storyline. Uh, Ruby Riot wins a qualifying match against Natalia and Selena Vega. Rollins then wins one of his own against Otis with an apparent distraction from Murphy, who comes down and does nothing. Backstage, Murphy appears to pledge his allegiance to Rollins again. The big dum-dum. Seth leaves and Murphy tells Alia to trust him. He knows so, what he's doing. Murphy sort of runs down and then he, he looks at Otis. Otis is like, all right then. And then he sort of looks at Seth and it's like, all right. And then he looks back to Otis. So Otis goes to clear him off the apron. He doesn't want any of it, so he backs off. But yeah, it's more the backstage stuff that's the interesting part because like Murphy is just completely pledging his allegiance to Seth with it. Um, but I think the way this is going to go is he's going to sort of work with Seth as much as he can until finally betraying him. And then hopefully we can end it because at the minute SmackDown has got two big storylines just running parallel and it needs to, mm. something needs to change. Mm. Oh, good times. <laughs> Matthew doesn't. Matthew's anti-Smackdown bias has persisted despite Smackdown now being the better of the two. Yeah, shows. I'd, I'd yeah, take I mean, Smackdown over, over Raw any day yeah. of the week. Oh, decisions, decisions. Uh, Jey Uso exchanges tense words with Kevin Owens in catering. 
He knew he'd find him there. Later, Jay's no, doing an interview backstage. Not Kevin Owens. No, not Kevin Owens. I'm, I'm imitating no. Vince McMahon. Do you remember that he period gets... where you could only buy Kevin Owens' shirt in XXXL? Could you? That horrible rib on him. Yeah. Is oh. that true? Oh, that's, that's awful. bad. Every time you go by, it, I, I, I love Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah, he's great. But, you know, WWE's this weird show where it's pretty bad most of the time. But on Raw SmackDown, you're always watching it just to see what happened backstage to make that segment. I don't think that's like an accidental thing. So uh, Later, Jay's doing an interview backstage, which angers Heyman and Reigns, who explain that there's a chain of command. Jay faces Owens in the main event and beats him with a distraction from Roman. Does he? This is a good storyline. Yeah, so he uh, Jay-like headbutts. There's a clear moment where uh, Roman's music hits, the ref and Owens turn, Jay turns, realises Roman's not coming out, and then sees Owens in front of him, decides to headbutt him in the balls. So after this, Roman's got his arm around Jay on the ramp and stuff, and I guess Roman now feels that Jay's become everything he needs him to be. So that's where we are. But Jay's still very conflicted, because the whole thing with Owens and the tense words... It's that Owens makes a little jibe about him getting a coffee, as if he's getting it for Roman. Yeah, and um, and he's he's just very like, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? He's very standoffish and don't make jokes about my family. And he just, I guess, doesn't want any more wrath from Roman. But that's gonna bubble over surely. Yeah, liking it, liking the feud, yeah. liking the, the the work they're doing there. They integrate that the matches. It's fantastic. And is that it? It is it. Fantastic. Oh, no. We got rid of SmackDown. Fantastic. Yay. Also, that was it. I nearly forgot. The other bit of this week uh, was Corey Graves showing a camera angle that you couldn't see on TV of him and Cole dying laughing after Murphy came out to distract somebody who knows ambiguity. Uh, Otis looked at Murphy and Corey Graves said, wow, for Murphy, that must have been looking like, like looking into a fun house mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> ah, it's so funny they're not getting pushed. Orton interrupts Miz TV on Raw and argues with The Miz. And Morrison, where's my script gone? It's in front of me. He accuses Miz of wanting to blindside him with a cash-in and criticizes Morrison for leaving a wrestling in the, quote, minor leagues. <sighs> oh, no. I mean, just because it's true doesn't mean you have to say it. <laughs> New Day interrupt and laugh at them, but Orton RKO's Kofi mid-promo. Stupid. They all brawl and Drew runs out, but Miz and Morrison help Randy take him down. Oh, suspense. That'll carry on later on in the summary. <laughs> Riddle wins a Survivor Series qualifying match. Not Matt Riddle, I'm sorry. Riddle. Riddle. That's Riddle. right. The big hole. Um, against Elias and Jeff Hardy. Self-appointed captain A.J. Styles gathers the team to make them get along. They all continue to argue. So Styles makes a tag match with himself as special guest referee. Riddle does a bit where he gives everyone wacky names. And they oh, all no, laugh left because this, no, they're so funny. Out. I left this bit on purpose, <laughs> Matthew. I was trying to streamline it. Uh, oh, God. It's Braun and Sheamus versus Riddle and Keith Lee. The latter team wins with a schoolboy roll-up and tensions continue. After the bell. Matthew, what's your issue here, friend? What's going on? It's Survivor Series time. It always sucks. I don't care about the brand split. I don't care about Raw versus SmackDown. I don't care who's the best champion on either brand and they're going to fight off and blah, blah, blah. Because they only talk about it three weeks of bloody year. So as far as I'm concerned, everyone's just watching the clock until Rumble season starts. And this didn't help anything. What did you think, Jack? 
I I hate the build up to Survivor Series every year, but I always enjoy the matches themselves. I'll go with I that. love yeah. I love an elimination tag. Um, it's like Survivor Series at this point is like an old relative who's, you know, they're a bit past their best, but everyone's still I've still got a fondness for that old relative Survivor Series, so I want to see it do well. I'm amazed I, that Vince hasn't taken it out back and me, shot it. I was in the just face me me too. I'm so yeah. surprised. It's the, the the SmackDown was again. It was just it was like qualifier, 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 three way with no entrances, qualifier. Like I don't, I'm not too no. too bothered by it no more. <coughs> there's there's no story to get your teeth sunk into. What do we care? Yeah, just yeah. It's Survivor Series next year is going to come back and it's going to have it's going to be blonde and evil. That's going to be the gimmick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it going to be? I don't know. Is it the like the Emelina situation? Will it be Survivor Series Alina? Well, it'll be Survivorella, and we'll see it. Survivorella. Be, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Much better. I like that. Survivor Series Ella bracket A A. Shayna Baszler squashes Lana. Sorry, can't be gold. Uh, Naya goes to put her through the announce table, but Mandy and Dana stop her. And God, did that look convincing? Later, huh. Naya faces Asuka with the rest of Team Raw ringside. I can't work out who is on whose side, but everything ends in the brawl with, guess what, guess what? Naya getting put... Lana well, Naya getting putting, put, yeah, Thank you. Sorry. English is hard. Naya putting Lana through the table for the eighth time. That's true. I genuinely watched it a few times, that segment, and couldn't work out who, what anyone's motivation was. <laughs> yeah. They're all women and they hate Wrestling. each other. <laughs> but Booker <laughs> T was right. <clears throat> When we said that WrestleMania, all that's women just thinking. inherently hate each other. That's what I was referring to. I don't actually think that all women hate each other. Oh, okay, each good. Other. Like, not, like, like my <laughs> Kevin Owen comments, you're getting it, Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. The character of Jack doesn't like this, but... Yeah, <laughs> the Terry, B- Terry yeah. Belea doesn't have... <laughs> <laughs> we then have a seven-way 24-7 title match between Truth, Gulak, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, and Eric from the Viking Raiders, also <laughs> Akira Zawa, and Tucker. Well, what happened? Don't talk I'm to me about the, Tucker. I'm laughing at the way you said Grand Metalik, sorry. Grand Metalik. You sounded like... Oh. <laughs> you sounded like a Star Wars character. <laughs> Grand Metal. Oh, yeah, you're oh, right. I do say that. Grand Metalik. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So he's in the cantina bar playing music. <laughs> they all trade the title multiple times before Truth wins it back and scampers off. Uh, these things come and go and I barely notice them anymore Jack did you feel anything yeah when Lindsay won when Lindsay won but then he didn't run away none of them run, ran away they all celebrated with the belt about six times in a row it makes no sense I know these are silly segments and we're taking them too seriously but it's definitely just filling out by this point isn't it I just yeah. wish there was there was just more ridiculous stuff like fighting on a riverside and, and yeah. you know in the back of a, a like a loading truck with all the yeah. stage and stuff in it and like random cutaway gag where our truths at like some sort of birthday party and it's all happening there or like that's the sort of crazy weird stuff that I like with it but when it just comes down to let's have a match oh the six new champions oh, truth's got it back like. I don't know. When they you went to the you, beach, it was ridiculous, but at want, least it was sort of out there enough. <laughs> you, want, you want the Drake Maverick era back? That yeah. was when it was, yeah, yeah, he made it entertaining. Yeah. When he'd run around like and go really above and beyond with the little yeah. posters and all sorts of stuff at conventions. and His wedding. Yeah. His wife. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it, Sam. Uh, right now they're doing the Christy the Clown thing where he's in the desert by himself and he's like, well, 
can't have itchy and scratchy, but we do have fighty and lighty. You know, <laughs> it's, just, no, it's not the same. Bobby Lashley gives Titus a shot at the US title, but squashes him. Oh, Titus. Thanks, Titus. Later, Mustafa, not Mustafa, Ali wins a match by God. He beats Ricochet in a, I think it's easy, the highlight of Raw. Surprisingly yeah. good spot fest. Came out of nowhere. They were dunking each other. They were doing reverse Frankensteiners, all the rest. Apparently, Mustafa is still in retribution, but I don't know how he is because he won a televised match. I was going to say, Sam, you don't know about this, but Matthew and Pachiti have a bet for right. money. Uh, a tenner, I think it is. Or is it a fiver? I don't know. Yeah, we'll call it, it a bet more easy money. Yeah, Matthew's going to win. Those giant so, locks of the week that you see on the TV shows. Pachi reckoned that Ali would win a singles title, not including oh, the 24-7 oh, oh, oh. belt, by Survivor Series, was it? Yeah. Yeah, we're getting quite close now to Survivor Series, and Retribution are getting battered every week. How much is but, on the line here? Please tell me. Five, oh, I thought you were going to say English, five, six grand. But Chidi keeps on like... saying, like, oh, it was a tenner, wasn't it? I'm like, no, it was... Yes, it was a tenner, Pachini. <laughs> yeah... yeah. Uh, um, I'm surprised he's not trying to Del Boy you down. It was a fiver, wasn't it? Two pounds yeah. fifty. This is what a Tory he is. You know, it was a tenner, right? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> lights it and passes it. To you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we should clarify. Pachi's not a Tory. I'm fine with him with us saying it when he's here to defend himself, but he really doesn't like being called it. So I just want to be like, he's not. Um, uh, we did do that bit where we went through the horse manure on stream and went, oh no, it's almost like being out on Shields Road. <laughs> oh no. Disgusting comments from Pachita there. My best friends are scum. They don't say those type of things. Uh, backstage, Orton finds out he'll defend the WWE title against Drew next week. Uh, and we hear how excited they are backstage with Brother Love going, big pop, big pop, because they were right in the gorilla position. Oh, really? So I don't know how they're oh. supposed to disguise that because he was probably this close to the microphone. And uh, they crowd, the crowd, went, they, they reacted really strongly. <laughs> the fake crowd noise 3000. Oh, I loved it. In the main event, Drew and the New Day beat Miz, Morrison and Orton. Hey, hey, ho, ho. After Orton walks out of the match. Mm. I didn't watch yeah. this match. What did you think, Jack? Well, it was like a, a standard weekly TV six-man main event. Yeah. But I think the big news coming out of it, I suppose, is that next week it's Drew and Orton for the belt. Again. 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 Uh, yeah. Apparently there were rumours that Orton was not meant to be on Miz TV at the start of the show. He was meant to be on a moment of bliss. But then Bliss got pulled from the show. She was just in a backstage segment with Nikki Cross where she like rejected her old friend. So I was wondering, if does this mean that they've taken the Fiend out of the title situation? Or is it they just delayed it, maybe? I don't know. Fingers well, crossed. Sam's crossing his fingers. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that on this episode of Raw, they were doing changes to the script an hour before it went on yeah. the air? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. man. I can't believe that happened. Well, no. That's such a large company. <laughs> anyway. AW Dynamite. Brian Cage defeats Matt Seidel. Before Starks get on the mic and implies that they're both going for the TNT title. Ooh, I think so. in paradise there. It was a good match, but the highlight for me was Taz doing commentary. As soon as Brian Cage hit the Steiner screwdriver, all you heard was little old Taz go, Victory! Yeah. So, <laughs> now, made that for me. Because, Sam, you haven't seen Dynamite this week, right? I've not caught this week's Dynamite, Okay, no. that's okay. There's a spot in this match that, like, I've seen on the indies, I think, but I don't think I've seen it in, like... Televised, televised rest. It's the spot where Sidal went up top, dived off, 
and Brian Cage caught him in the vertical suplex, like on his shoulder. Oh. It was insane. I've seen it happen before, but oh my God. And then like spiked him and got the win. It was a great finish. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Cage has been doing that in the indies because he is big it, enough yeah. to do that. It must be like jumping onto a small house at this point. <laughs> so. He must have done it in AW already, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't remember specific spots, but again, I've seen it in PWG. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And Sadal's perfect dude to be doing that. So, uh, Cody, some people call him Cody Rhodes. Some people call him the man who will be part of the brand new AEW video game. Does anybody call him the Space Cowboy? Some people call him the Walrus of Love. <laughs> the That's not the lyric. AEW game is coming out with Ukes, the original people who worked alongside no get it no throw it away it doesn't look amazing it's it's in a pre-alpha but nobody cares just cancel it all right cancel it sam's doing a parody everybody just in case anybody was like sam's been harsh there bloody (laughs) hell i think we do need to do disclaimers when we do stuff like that yeah sam is being satirical (laughs) (laughs) i think like the aesthetics of it the shot of kenny it looks kind of like you know street fighter 5 where it's almost realistic but cartoony like, it sort of looks similar to that, but again, at this stage, just shut up. If you're out there and you're going, ooh, it's not what I want, just shut up. It's pre-alpha. Ooh. Just, it'll look fine. It'll play amazingly. Ukes are involved. Trust the system. Ooh. Yeah, don't worry. They'll, they'll fix Kenny Omega's pecs, which are now so large, they go under his armpits. That, that's just the feature. No, um, it's, it's, it's probably I'm just joking, part of I'm the joking. aesthetics. It's fine. Everybody has pecs under their arms. Do you not? I did love that. that. Kenny Omega <laughs> looks like, you know, the most, like, early 90s DC-looking character. And it cuts to Jericho. and looks exactly what he looks like in 2020. <laughs> this this Pex thing's making me uncomfortable because that insult is exactly the one used on Ms. Arc Henry when DX dressed up as the Nation of Domination. Like, how do your That's Pex right. go all the way around to your back? And it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, looking back at that segment, oh, my God. Like, I, well, oh, my from that, God. Yeah, I mean, oh, my God is, is, is yeah, that's... It's. That's probably I just the thought most, that meant he was fat. That's probably the most acceptable joke in the entire. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that's, that's the one yeah. nice thing. Oh you can my say god, is... I can't believe. Having seen Mark Henry anyway. in person, he is terrifyingly. Huge. Oh, he's a huge man. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know why anybody'd even want to risk treading on his toes. No, no, no. Like, nah, not especially when he was younger. I can imagine he'd just mess you right up. The world's strongest man. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. Anyway, Mark Henry has nothing to do with AW Games, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, yes, I like he does. That this- Debuting this summer. <laughs> They do like the old WCW NWO ones. Let's change the name. Look, it's it's Hark Hark Memory. memory. <laughs> yeah, oh, that took a long time to work with me. Hark head, bloody Memory. Hell. That <laughs> sounds so wistful. Hark, mem- Hark, a memory. All oh, right. Oh, just- <laughs> I didn't realize we had words within the building. <laughs> he's forgotten how to wrestle, and he gets in the ring as they're hitting him. He's just like, "What's going on?" And then he remembers, and Jr. Hark says memory. the line every time. Yeah, much enthusiasm. Anyway, yes, AW has a video game on, so all very happy about that because they're all huge nerds. And if you don't believe me, you should check out that 20-minute video where they're all doing a parody of Steve well, Jobs. and um, They've got two funny. games. They've got two games. That's right, they've got they a do. mobile uh, GM game they've as well. They've got three games because they've got a casino mobile, mobile game as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Right. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, it's probably where they're going to casino. Oh, what's compared? Uh, Cody's out here for a promo, but is interrupted by a woman. He wouldn't do so. So it's, tell it's written here in front of me. That's not anyway. how a woman. That's not, that's not, how dare a woman interrupt a man when he's speaking? That's what you've made me sound like there. You're and interrupted by a woman, Blackadder, who introduces herself as Jade Cargill. Oh. You have a woman's name. She implies that he has a small willy. She, she implies that issue. Cody's got a small willy. That's, that's right. Pronouns, pal. She takes issue I'd... with Cody calling himself a giant killer. So he's very happy that he got his name back. Do you want to know another name? Shaq. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Brandy oh comes word. out and cuts a savage promo on Jade, uh, and they have to be separated while Brandy's all this is going promo. on. Brandy's, Brandy, blah, blah, blah. Brandy's best promo ever. Probably. Like, ever. It was great. Yeah. Uh, V1 didn't like it, though, from OSW Review. Did he not? Well, He went on, he went on Twitter and said... Brandy's oh, yeah, I forgot about so, this heat. Go on. Brandy's usually so well-spoken. What's this about? And I was like, don't, don't, V1, don't. I, I didn't, I just, just don't. Don't even, don't. <laughs> right, so currently, those paying attention, Jack has heat with Owen, his housemate, V1, and then Owen again, just in case Owen didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> just saying. I thought she, it was a brilliant promo, V1. Come at me. <laughs> Brandy comes out and cuts a sack. Who will who respond first, though? Your housemate or V1? Owen's a really nice guy, so probably V V one's probably that have made no no that sounds like a no no mate oh just getting the shovel out wow it is getting bigger the more I take away from it you are right Matthew I can live in this I'm a big fan of OSW and I love them I love oh, that show okay, yeah, I am a... I am man I love OC I'm Jay <laughs> not <a> joking <laughs> I'm joking distract him from the shack reveal how oh, well, this is going on. Cage and Starks ambush Cody from behind. Darby Allen makes a save from the stands, and then Will Hobbs arrives too. 
He's late, but the thought was there. Uh, yeah. A little mention before we get to the craziness. Thumbtack Jack getting a mention on AEW. Hardcore legend from Germany getting a weird mention. Given that Darby Allen wore a Thumbtack jacket, and he got name dropped later on. I, I feel like maybe weird. JR was just saying that. Do you think he knows? Do you think he knows who Thumbtack Jack is? Oh, he's a big fan of German hardcore, that lad. Um, nah. <laughs> Okay. Let that settle. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, this would appear to be the uh, landscape-defining change in wrestling that Tony Khan promised on Twitter. Shaquille O'Neal was announced by somebody else making their debut on the episode of Dynamite. It was a weirdly done segment, and it's bizarre thinking that, wait, the Shaq, Shaq Attack, Shaq Fu, he's going to be an AEW. It's uh, huge for them. It's for sure uh, huge for them. It it's, is huge. You know, like it, it's, but um, like it's going to do a lot in terms of marketing. The match is going to be probably a complete car wreck if it happens, but you know, it's fine. Nobody's expecting anything spectacular out of a celebrity match. So anything above terrible will be good, but it makes a lot of sense for them financially. Like it's going to do hopefully some new numbers in terms of people watching for the first time just to watch Shaq wrestle. Uh, hopefully some of them will stick around. And it's just a standard part of wrestling now, and it? it has been since the 80s. Celebrities and TNT seem properly all in on like oh. on the cross-promotion and stuff, especially with Cody <laughs> being on that, uh, the, what is it? Go that, Big Show. Like, Go Big Show, that's it. Um, he's like constantly advertised across there. So I think... It's probably going to be like a whole TNT thing. We'll just see more and more people coming in and out from different shows. Snoop Dogg appearing. Oh, I don't know if he can do that. He's singing themes for the the other team, isn't he? He does Sasha's theme. Look, if if Hurricane Helms can be on both shows, kind (laughs) of. Not really. Uh, Marvez is backstage with Moxley. And they reveal that Moxie versus Omega will not take place at the next AW pay-per-view, but instead on episode of Dynamite. My God. It's set for December 2nd, three weeks' time for those Earthlings. And that's a bit of a surprise, but kind of makes sense at the same time because the next pay-per-view is in February, which seems like a long time away. I don't know why, but my brain, you were like, it will take place on... And I thought you were just going to say, Anoki Friendship Island. Mm. And it just turns into one of those island death matches, yes. but a whole show. I can see AEW doing that at some point. Yeah. And then uh, Jim Ross is going, well, Excalibur, can you please explain to me this? And he's like, oh, I'd love to. <laughs> Jim Ross is like, right, I'm going to bed. Just me and Thumbtack Jack on my phone. And people are speculating that this date is very specific because it does maybe coincide with Moxie, maybe kind of going to New Japan. Oh. As I've seen pure speculation. And also... It's also going to be a few days before Kenny Omega going to Triple Mania. Triple Mania, sorry. The Russell Laredo kid for that title. So, could mean, could go either way there. I think that Moxley will lose the belt, but I don't know. Ooh. I mean, if he turns up with it, would New Japan even let him have it on TV? That could be the reveal that there's a working relationship. I think they I would guess. now, yeah. 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 Hmm, they did... As soon as it was announced that the, the the guy that they weren't friendly with was gone from New Japan, they did, like, shove in, like, hey, New Japan, yeah. hey, whoa, whoa. Wow, what dirty, a great New Japan match we're having here today. So dirty, I can see that dirty, dirty Harold. Dirty Harold May. He not seemed like of, such a nice old I'm man. Not, I, well, I'm not a fan of him now. 
Why? Because he didn't give you any stickers outside the Tokyo Dome. No, nah, mate. Do you know how long I spent writing that list of all of the New Japan champions ranked, <laughs> and then it got taken down by New Japan. Yeah. I spent. Why is this? So long. Because Harold May's an arsehole. <laughs> it, I don't think it was so much New Japan. I think it was more licensing issues surrounding oh, right. the, oh, the, the okay. networks that were involved with production of Japanese wrestling. Uh, I, I, think, back, I think the I network actually saying, paid oh, did... in for like the rights to the footage. Thing is, we appealed yeah. it because it's fair use. We didn't use any video footage. It was just images. We, we abided by all of the rules of fair use on YouTube, but it wasn't worth taking it any further and risking it because, you know, it's just... Yeah, it's Maybe why I stopped watching New Japan that. footage in my videos. Uh, WWE will have your video taken down. You can appeal it and claim it and hopefully something will come of it. Uh, New Japan will show outside your house. <laughs> it's just it's not worth it, mate. So. With Ishii and Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. And Chris Master. Maccabay watching the back door. <laughs> Jack, so he was asking me about that the other day who wasn't from the UK going, did that really happen? I go, yeah. Does anyone have footage of it? I'm like, no. What, the Chris no, Master thing? Yeah. yeah, it's a holy grail now. Because uh, I, I definitely saw it when it was around, but no one has say, footage I of Stephen Flutter and Chris fun. Masters outside someone's house. Oh. Anyway, thought I'd spring that up. Uh, also, wasn't another thing about uh, Harold May... If I remember correctly, and you'll know this better than me, Jack, wasn't Kenny Omega speculating that he was banned from travelling to Japan oh, yeah, and by and New Japan? Like, people and everyone were like, went, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, people went, legally, no, that can't yeah. happen. Yeah. And then weird, Harold weird replied story. with, yeah, then Harold replied with, no, the reason I were mad is the fact that you shot stuff for AW with New Japan equipment and then let uh, us know. But then, I yeah. thought that was a story, wasn't how it? Was I mean, making at, that up? Or? How was no. he stopped at the border? If the whole thing I was... I know, it was completely, like... You know, in Kenny Omega's world, it was real, but for everyone else, it wasn't. <laughs> the rumor was that it had something to do with his working status, um, but I never really saw much beyond rumor. I didn't know that he'd actually addressed it beyond, oh, it's fine now. But like the, I think the whole thing was he went to the airport, he was stopped, and he was talked to like about visa statuses or something. That was the gist of what was flying around. So I get why people would jump straight to, oh, it's New Japan, um, because obviously, if he was there, if they were his employer. And there's some sort of change in that that hasn't been reported. I guess maybe they're going to be a bit tetchy, but yeah, yeah. Mate, I never want to see that airport again. It was great. What are you on about? The whole floor gacha, that Mate. restaurant, all yeah, the match ice cream we could eat. Matthew, me and Sam missed our it's flight. Just your house. Me and, yeah. yeah, me, me and Sam <laughs> missed. Me and Sam missed our flight back from Japan and had to stay in that airport for a day. <laughs> Yes, yeah. it, oh. it was so bad. Which it airport was, was it? Narita, Narita. Tokyo Narita. The main Tokyo airport. It's, yeah. um, so wait, the next next flight was in 24 hours? The next flight was a day, a, pretty much a day a away. Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Mate, it I was mean, so long. <laughs> we, could have picked, we could have been in a much worse uh, airport, I think. Shouts out to KLM, by the way. Oh, Fantastic yeah. airline. Right Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. They haven't blocked us from going to the Although, it was the, it was the staff when we arrived. We got to the desk and she literally, it had like closed and she was like, oh no, there's no KLM staff here. And we were like, yeah. What do we do? Uh, but they saw wow. they didn't. It was actually fine. Yeah, we just had to like email them and fill in a form. God bless the flat tire done. rule. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That airport, man. Oh. Was that, were you like really miserable? And you look over and Sam's still playing with the gacha machines 12 hours <laughs> Sam's dressed in full Japanese tourist. Like, we had like. I had, to, he had, he had to win a new ticket from the KLM gacha <laughs> machine. I, I remember that we both had really bad throats because we'd like uh, all the circulated uh, air. It was like very oh. cold, but very dry air. So like, I remember just like, 
I had to keep going to the pharmacy to try and work out what I needed. And then eventually a very helpful member of staff was able to to give me a load of like pills. But I remember I took these like this like flu medicine. Uh, I took like two or three of them and I was just like, uh, just drowsy, just super, super drowsy. And I was like, okay, this is going to be good. And then we slept on, on some benches. I hugged my suitcase to make sure any of the yeah. equipment would survive. And one last thing, sorry, Matthew, about the dollar. Oh, no, go ahead, Japan. I'm loving this. If you ever go to Japan, right, just beware. But drink it because it's delicious. But you, you must have heard wrestlers all talk about Strong Zero. Oh. Look, it's this drink that everyone drinks in Japan. And it's like 9% or something. But yeah. it's like, but it doesn't taste. It tastes of lemonade. It's scary. Yeah. But it gets you drunk, though. There's like it's, no no hint of alcohol whatsoever. It's crazy. It just tastes like lemonade oh. or whatever flavor and it's you like a, desire. A quid for a can. Insane. Oh. Yeah. I made yeah. that mistake with the uh, Captain Morgan, um, whatever it was, pineapple and something. It was like, oh, it's just, just fizzy drink this. Mm. And you get up after drinking it for an hour, you're like, it's not, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any sake when you were there? Uh, no. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah. We shot at it Under in. Them. Oh, I yeah. don't remember that night very well. In Tassel, bloody bloody legend I am, God. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, AW. Um, <laughs> the Natural Nightmares defeat the Butcher and the Blade in a very bloody and chaotic bunkhouse brawl. I was yeah. not expecting this level of brutality, but maybe I was from the two people called the Butcher and the Blade. But the Blade, double juicing tables, bits. <clears throat> they're going off the stage, ladders. Christ, I okay. This escalated quickly. Handcuffs. Oh. Maybe later. And uh, yeah, they. this was to settle the score between the Bunny and QT Marshall's bit on the side. And the Natural Nightmares surprisingly won. Um, I thought the Butcher and the Blade would have won this, but apparently not. QT Marshall and Code, Cody, uh, Dustin Rhodes uh, were triumphant. What did you think of all the blood and carnage, Jack? I thought it was absolutely out of nowhere. And it wasn't the cleanest or smoothest match ever, but I was entertained throughout because it was so stupid. It was good. I'm all for a bit of blood, so I'll probably go back and check that one out. Also, they're dressed in street clothes because it's a bunkhouse brawl, and I tweeted saying, and I thought I was really clever, but it didn't get as much engagement as I was wanting. I thought that the babyface team looked like the fake Slim Shadies in the video for the real Slim Shady. It was all the M&Ms. Yeah. I thought they were dressed, they were in like white vests and blue jeans, and obviously Dustin's blonde. I thought they looked like fake Slim Shadies, but no. What, um... It hasn't got the response I wanted here either. It hasn't. Even... What? What's a bunkhouse? <clears throat> I don't know. We're from England in the north. Hmm. I guess it's it's somewhere that you go and sleep. What is a bunkhouse? Bunk yeah, because a bunk. But maybe it's somewhere where brawls happen. I'm going to find out, lads. Don't worry. It's, maybe it's, it's just film. a hostel that you go to to have a fight. Yeah, it's this film where Patrick Swayze, right? He's the cooler at the roadside bar. And then this evil rich man wants to buy it, and then he shows up and goes bunkhouse and punches Terry Funk in the face. <laughs> Lads, I've got it, and it makes perfect sense. Oh, okay. A bunkhouse is a barracks-like building that historically was used to house working cowboys on ranches. So it's a barracks hey. for cowboys. Ah, so right. oh. all them rowdy cowboys having a bloody fight. There Quick, get the ladder Nutters. out of the bale of hay. Ah. Oh well. Woof, woof, moo, moo, indeed. So, because that's the farm. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. God, that I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad that they wore white and then bled, which is mm -hmm. customary in these bunkhouse brawl matches, so they're sticking the right etiquette. And I think it was funny that QT Marsh was like, oh, I'm bleeding. It's going to look really good when I sit it up with like Austin at WrestleMania 13. And then you look, and the blade is just covered. 
just that's, like oh. that's the blade the man not the not the physical blade that he the used. blade bladed <laughs> the blade bladed heavy it's like the gene genie uh, uh, Jericho inducts MJF into the inner circle and MJF surprises them with tickets to Vegas with his casinos and AW has a game coming out of our casino uh, Ortiz <laughs> is still not convinced and Sammy doesn't even show up to the induction however it's later revealed that MGF accidentally sent him to the wrong location mm-hmm. in that email that he should have sent him but wasn't forwarded. I think they used the wrong terms here. I think an old person wrote, like, the email didn't get sent to you or the other email got sent. I'm like, what the hell are you on about? I got it. Don't worry. I mean, MJF- it kind of makes sense, but it's just the way they're saying it. It's like, no one, no one M- email. Uh, yeah, the fact that we're even having to go wait and sort this out kind of means that it wasn't clear enough. Yeah, but it's we're looking at the wrong thing here, I think, uh, Jack. We're looking at the fact that there's still... MJF can't be trusted. Sammy doesn't like him. It's the Randy Orton joins the Wyatt family with Brody Lee being played by uh, Sammy Guevara, who is not dead. Oh, in a small bin-like shape, like in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. He's just, he's, he's back and he just smells a bit. I would love that if he just turned back up and he was a bin. Yeah. Just two little hands and two little feet. Where have you been, Sammy? <laughs> not even his normal face, just a comical, like, yeah. couple of big googly eyes and a mouth. A big- and one of those big lumps stick out of his head. <laughs> Birds I've, I've, I've been misbehaving. And, to... and he favorite... like that. And he's back to normal. My favourite bit of this segment is when, MJ... when MJF goes, we're not just here to induct me into the inner circle, we're here to celebrate Jericho's birthday. And then he goes, release the balloons. And they release the balloons, right? And the wind immediately blows them off screen. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the balloons were meant to like, fall into the ring, but it just cuts to the balloons and they just get blown <laughs> <laughs> it made it, it almost it kind of worked better because MJF's like the balloons and then no it was so yeah, good you know what I actually thought that was part of it but yeah well, maybe it was well, well, maybe they, got, it was they can work the wind now yeah you're right of course what we're talking about they might have had a can, it's called a fan aye true they might have had a fan yeah Phoenix and Penta have their rematch it's <gasps> more vicious than the first they rip oh. each other's masks and are dangerous moves. And I know that the the mis, this, the mask ripping thing is uh, very common amongst these two wrestling. But even so, I'm surprised how much of the face they were showing. Yeah, because it really was like okay, I could see all of like just about all of Phoenix's <laughs> face, and he's bald. Um, but yeah, I love these two wrestling. I miss this style of lucha. Um, doesn't mean much of it this year for obvious reasons. So love seeing these guys, and also having a rematch after the last few weeks. Phoenix got knocked up. And his head fell off. So, Penner wins and Kingston kicks Phoenix out of the ring. Celebrate with his best friend. And suddenly, Pac shows up. He wants his lads back. <laughs> he's gunning for Kingston and they're held apart as the show ends. So he's got a weird anticlimactic thing to go. By the way, Pac will wrestle next week against the Blade. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit, yeah. Like, okay, but yay, Pac's back. I did know. see this. It's like, oh, word quickly from Tony Khan. <laughs> but, Matthew. Hello. Who do, who do you want to win the eventual showdown between Pac and Eddie Kingston? Oh, mate. Go on. That's like trying to me choosing between you and Sam. Okay. It's no, me don't and choo- it's Pac. Don't choose, don't choose between us. Choose between Pac and Man, Eddie Kingston. Uh, mm. The better man will win. Oh, you've got to go for Pac. <laughs> no. You? He's from Newcastle. Turning your back on on. Have you met Pac? I know you. I know you know Eddie Kingston, but I've never. I've never actually met Pac. Oh, he did a Pac? HMV signing a few years ago on. Uh... Nice. It was HMV that used to be on? Um... Is this real? Northumberland Street. Street. Yeah. 
On John Dobson Street? Yeah. Wow. Near the Christ. City Library. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Other, other famous Newcastle yeah. things. Near the Megabus stop. Yes. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Near the drunk. And uh, <laughs> he, he'd, set up, he'd, he'd just done the table for three where he's eating an apple rather than eating the crappy meal they gave him. And, you know, do you know if you remember that? Did him through the network? And he's like, oh, you know, okay. rather than eat the thing. Because I guess he looked at it and went, look at all those calories. Yeah. And so he had an apple instead. And so I bought him some apples from the marketplace. And I went, oh. I got you some apples. He went, ta. <laughs> and that was all the emotion he showed. And he took a photo of me going. Nice. So, uh, yeah, good man, that. So he's just like how he is. He's, he's probably really disappointed just... when he opened up. He goes, oh, it's actually apples. But, um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. But yeah, I mean, what am I going to say about Pac? I mean, my mate Henry Faust, who I love very much, he got into wrestling because he saw Pac wrestle. Is that true? That inspired him, yeah. Oh, really? Apparently Henry went up to, sorry to tell the story, but he went up to Pac and told him, you inspired me to get into wrestling, I'm training now and all this. Pac was like, really? Like, oh, I thought, couldn't believe I thought, it. I thought, I, thought say, I thought you were going to say Pac would be like, you got any apples? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jack. I was about to Cheers. Um, should have, like... Well, you're talking to me, like... But, uh, <laughs> no, no, again, there's the two very different, very great people, and I'm not going to judge them. Because they're both in the proximity of beating me up. Because Eddie <laughs> Kingston will see me at a show and he'll just see me and go, oh, I know it's you, punk. Uh, and Pac can simply go swimming. And, and get just pop up. That's uh... right. There's a bunch of water near me. I'll just pop up. But anyway, uh... I'm talking too much about this bit. Uh, any thoughts about Pac's mighty return here, Jack? I didn't notice it when I was watching it at the time, but a few people in the office have been saying on our messaging system that JR was bad in this segment. That doesn't sound like Jim Ross. <laughs> it was it was strange, yeah. Uh, he's just sort of like, it's it's almost like the, it's Christian. Like it, it's sort of, it was just so flat and not exactly what you'd expect out of the return. The thing is, I kind of forgave it at the start because JR doesn't know the history of a lot of these wrestlers or the significance or their popularity when big moments happen. But yeah. after a year, he should know that this is a big thing. Look, yeah, Jack, he's got stuff to talk about. You're right. Uh, he's got stuff to do on Twitter all day and he's got podcasts to do. And, you know, he's been he's been narrating wrestling for a long time. It'll be fine. Uh, fair enough. It'll be all right. Wait till WrestleMania or AEW WrestleMania, whatever he's going to call it. And then... You know, he'll shine there. Yeah. I was too busy going singing uh, or oh, Geordie's lost as lucky when Pac came out for me to notice that. So <laughs> there we go. That's for the over 50s in the audience. And yeah, so this was a good episode. We got the, the Pac and Shaq in the same episode. So Tony Khan was right. The genre has changed. Maybe he should stop from tweeting we, Dixie Carter-esque statuses like that. Can we put them Can we put them together and make them the, the Pac and Shaq connection? I like that, yes. I think that can work. Shaq can, like, Pac can stand on his shoulders there. like yeah, Snooker and Andre the him. Giant. Yeah, yeah, He's got like an unfair advantage there because obviously he's standing so much higher. This is a perfect gimmick. Yeah. Tony, I'll have my five million. Cha-ching. Yeah. We, saw, we all saw that list. <laughs> that list, apparently, I didn't see it and I'll, I'll have to listen to it at some point. But apparently Jim Cornette talked about it in his show. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> for people who join in, if you do see a list going around that says like, Payments for, you know, Dave Meltzer, 500 grand. <laughs> Brian Alvarez, 250 grand, because he's not it's as important just, as just, Dave Meltzer. It's not real for the local It's just the thought that a company, somebody believes that a company would be sat there with a nefarious Excel project, yeah. just like, 
<laughs> oh no, I've left it on a USB stick in a Starbucks toilet. Oh, how oh, did this get out? Because find... <laughs> obviously, if it was real, our names would be on there. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, check out this scathing review of NXT. Gargano <laughs> uh, opens the show by spinning a wheel to determine a challenger for his North American title. I oh, saw this because I, I watched AW Live last night, so I saw this on Twitter and couldn't believe it. The wheel is clearly weighed. Oh, I see. It's late weighed to land on someone and lands on Leon Ruff. Ruff. Shockingly, Leon Ruff, who has lost every single match he's had on NXT and had that one, he stuck around because he took that really good uh, finisher from Alistair Black on Raw. Ruff wins while Gargano's distracted, arguing with Damian Priest. And he is the new North American champion. What? I liked it. And that was good. And he is so little, they emphasised his small patheticness by having the belt drop down to his feet like an old man with the wrong pants. It was, it was well shot, that moment. I will say yeah. that. I yeah. What a I, I star imagine, is born. What a night you've had there, Matthew. Pax back and your least favourite wrestler lost his title. Yeah. I was oh, going to argue that point. I was going to argue that point, but I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <sighs> Good time. What a, what a week of wrestling. Look at his uh, little smile. <laughs> even the dogs are smiling. Priest lends Ruff his car to get the hell out of there. What a bro. What a guy. Thus nulling and voiding his insurance if he does have an accident uh, <laughs> before being attacked by Gargano backstage. Later, Gargano tries to tell Regal to render the title change null and void, like his insurance, but Regal refuses. What do you think here about Leon Ruff? Great. I enjoyed yeah. it. I don't mind a, a shocking title change if the title reign isn't that you know important to begin with. So... And Gargano would only just won it back. He's already had a North American title reign. I think it's good. It it, it sort of emphasises the classic, you know, anything can happen as well, which is mm -hmm. a big part of wrestling that we do need to keep alive and still yeah. get flames of. Even if he is going to hold the belt for a grand total of, you know, a week, probably. But, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. Mm. Oh, wait, man, it's not Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, Santos Escobar successfully defends the Cruiserweight title against Jake Atlas, even after stablemates are ejected from ringside. I think they'd be building yeah. that up for a while now. Escobar is like, yeah, I've got the minions, but I am actually good. So. Oh, it was a good match. I don't know what else to really say about it, though. Yeah. We're supposed to get Raquel Gonzalez versus Zia Lee. Oh, what was this segment? But instead, Boa comes out and explains that Lee isn't here. Gonzalez beats him up instead and leaves. Now we tune into NXT Take Our Twin Peaks. I've got the theme running from my head now. As the lights all go red and an old man delivers a letter to Boa. What? Before drawing a symbol on the back of his hand in charcoal. What the hell was it? Was this real? Have you missed this? No, no, that no, genuinely happened. Think. Was the symbol a hammer and sickle? No, it was like an F. Um, or I don't know. So basically, Press an F yeah. So Raquel Gonzalez has this match against Shia Lee. She doesn't show up and Boa comes out and goes, really sorry, Shia Lee's not here. Raquel batters him. And then this old man comes out and gives him a letter and draws a symbol on his hand. And then that's it. <laughs> oh, the it's, only... it's odd. It's odd. <laughs> it's the a only... symbol. It's a symbol. So someone's going to put Steve Austin on it. And like... <laughs> I mean, all the lights have gone red, which, you know, dictates it, it could be linked to the fact that these are Chinese superstars. But. Well, the I... guy, the guy who is Chinese. The, the old man who came out looked uh, Chinese as well, or certainly 
East Asian. So, yeah. Yeah, it could be something entirely new, I guess. It, it's just a, such a weird way to do that. I guess mm-hmm. it's intriguing, though. It's got us talking about it, hasn't it? Somebody I'd saw online had said it was going to be Ho Ho Lun, though. You know, pulling <laughs> the strings. If and I thought was, that would be... Oh. <laughs> it just He spent all this time away just <laughs> puppet master. Quick cameo at North Wrestling as well. I was going to say, wait, he already is a puppet master. But we've all heard the story, right? Yes. Oh, <laughs> no? Okay, well, I won't say it again. All right, very briefly. Allegedly, allegedly, in case Ho Ho Lun listens, because what else is he doing? Um, allegedly, they rang up uh, Hoolands, uh, the place where he worked. Like, hello, it's me, John Laurinaitis. We need a Chinese wrestler. Who's the best Chinese wrestler in all of China? And the guy replied, oh, Ho Ho Lun is the best Chinese wrestler in all of China. Fantastic, Buckingham. And it wasn't until Ho Ho Lun got there that allegedly the person he'd be speaking on the phone was Ho Ho Lun. <laughs> I, oh. I don't know. I'd, allegedly. If, allegedly. Right, right. But I want it to be true because it's funny. <laughs> There was, uh, yeah, it, it was just such a weird thing. Because I remember they, they had a real big push for uh, like WWE's expansion into China. John Cena even learned how to speak the old lingo, didn't he? He learned Mandarin, Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wasn't just fighting nine, man. It, but it, it's it's just like, I, I'm intrigued to see where they're going to take it because it could be interesting. It's certainly going to give us something at least for these people, I... like for their, for their gimmicks and everything. I'm excited for the next installment. It was the closest thing I can compare it to was like Lucha Underground. It was like a right, weird okay. Lucha Underground segment. But, but so it was just like a a, a note, like just a letter. Yeah, then, yeah. That was it. And then he drew the symbol and then left. And I cannot wait for the next installment. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I guess it's keep an eye on it. Candice mm. LeRae beats Tony Storm with her feet on the ropes. Tony attacks after the bell, but Candice is saved by the person in the screen mask and is revealed to be Indy Hartwell, the only person that made sense for it to be all along. Fantastic. The person who's been hanging out with the Garganos and giving them food and stuff and telling telling Johnny filthy lies like his matches are good and they're not over long and don't leave oh. anywhere. Oh. I, I'm just quoting her. I thought I'd go with me. Um, yeah, any thoughts here? And Have you seen any of the screen films? No, I've not seen any of them. I've seen. I've seen the What's Up one. Oh yeah. Is it good? Yeah, Scream One is worth a watch. Yeah. Much of it's aged. I think it's uh, aged well. It's it's aged, but you sort oh. of if you can get into it, you're all right. Are they yeah. comedies? No, it's sort no. of it's it's very tongue planted firmly in cheek at points, and it's very nod nod wink wink. And depending on your tastes, that might be too much for you. But right. it's uh, it's still worth a watch. I watched a plot summary on YouTube of Goodfellas last night, and I wish I'd just watched Goodfellas. Yeah, you need to watch Goodfellas. Why would you watch that? I know, now I've spoiled Goodfellas, because I wanted to know what Goodfellas was about. One of the greatest films well, of watch, all time. It's on Netflix. Like, couldn't be bothered yeah. to watch. Is it? Yeah. I should have just watched Goodfellas, man. Well, it's a good thing, <laughs> and I'll say this. That. Rather than rag on you, for, rather than seeing a great film that's easy accessible, watching a YouTube video about what it is, oh, okay, uh, um, is um, if you Google the name of the film, It'll come up and let you know. Shut Google up, let you know. Shut up. No, no, I've, I only found this out recently. It's a oh, genuine thing. People listening to it. No, no, really, really. Like, if you Google the film, it'll come up and mm. say, "By the way, you can watch it on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever." Yeah, it'll give you all the yeah. suggestions. I can't believe you missed that opening shot. No, I've I've seen the shot before when they go through yeah. the back of the restaurant and the yeah. and all that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that yeah. shot before. That's a famous shot. Yeah, yeah, but it's. It's, That's just, it's a masterpiece. Right, as an old person, really it's like if I want to see a film, I don't. 
people in the comments, because I'd like to let us know what you think. Do you do that if you want to see something? Instead of going out and finding it, you'll watch a YouTube video about if it. You watch it afterwards, babies. But If I can't be arsed and I've got a copy of Sight and Sound, I'll just read the synopsis. If it's not something I'd go and watch and pay for. But like, oh, if okay. it's something if you're, I, I want no to see... no in watching it, then that's fair Or like, enough. something that I'm quite intrigued by, I'd watch it, you monster jack! I know, I... But Making I've a mockery a of the entire industry. I've got a bit of a fascination with plot synopses. My girlfriend thinks I'm weird because of it. And I'm starting to think that maybe I am also weird because of it. Oh, Give you well. the look that De Niro gives when you know he's just going to have that guy killed. And then there's a freeze frame because the video I watched had analysis as well. Yeah, yeah, it had, it had reasons. Yeah, at the very end of the film, fantastic. <laughs> You're right. Don't watch Goodfellas. It's, it's, compl- it's overrated. I just watch a YouTube video. They look good. They look oh. good, man. Oh, did it? Oh, thanks for letting I us know. I can't believe you over like that. You could have watched a, a synopsis on Casino, but no, you took Goodfellas. Yeah, right. Drew good Pesci, one. what's he like? He's a funny guy. What kind of funny? I can get. I get all the jokes now, guys. I can join in. Oh, <laughs> so disgusted. <laughs> Dexter Loomis looks to have Timothy Thatcher beat, but Cameron Grimes interferes and Thatcher wins. Yes. After the match, Grimes gets his sack out. Ooh. And puts it over Dexter's head and beats him down. <laughs> I did that oh. on purpose. <laughs> I know you did, you little scamp. Uh, yeah, Timothy Thatcher won, so it was a good night. The Dexter Loomis apparently over with the small crowd that they have there in NXT. Very surprised. He's a, he's a fun guy. Yeah. He kidnaps people. He's just a murderer. It's fine, you know. Yeah. It's okay. He's a good murderer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, the main event is Logan and Birch versus Breezango. Pat McAfee tries to get involved, but Drake Maverick takes him out. Wow. However, Pete Dunne takes out Drake, and this allows Pat to interfere and help his boys win the match. Afterwards, get a big old brawl, which the heels win, and McAfee punts Tyler Breeze in the head to end the show. I like big Pat McAfee. He's great. He's so good. Sam, have you seen much of Pat McAfee since his I, match? With I've seen highlights and stuff. I, I, I've um, been... Adam Cole. I've been quietly impressed by him, considering, again, he's almost a celebrity figure that just came in. And uh, just doing, like, going whole hog and going for, like, the massive dives and just actually committing to it, it's great. Yeah, I think he's fantastic. Awesome. That was the long, convoluted week of wrestling. <sighs> Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> Ah, pictures of dogs. And also the mailbag. Mm. Question number one. Greetings, diddlers. Yes, it's definitely for us. I have enjoyed the podcasts, botches, and videos for quite some time now. It has been a great way to escape from the dumpster fire of the year that is 2020. Thanks to everyone at the channel for their great work, and congrats on the three-year anniversary. I know, bloody hell. God, that's weird. Great to see Ross back in action. Oh, well. And feeling better. (laughs) He is feeling better, though. He is feeling better, yeah. But he's not bad. He's just scheduling conflict today. That's right. I was talking with a co-worker about how many animal wrestling names there are, and it got me thinking about Gorilla Monsoon. Personally, I think that is one of the best names ever. If you had to create wrestling names for yourselves that had to include both an animal reference and a natural disaster... What would they be? <laughs> Christ. Also, System of a Down released two new songs today for the first time in years. Are you System fans? And what faction would you have them fight for at a pay-per-view? Oh, fight at a pay-per-view, sorry. Sorry, I tried Bless to get up you. for them. Uh, cheers from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. James. 
Thank oh. you, James. Uh, merci beaucoup. Uh, I will... <laughs> Don't know, speak French bit. in Calgary. <laughs> um, oh. um, I'm <laughs> going to do the System Down bit first because I think that's a bit... Uh, yes, I heard them. They were good. It's nice to hear System of a Down again, even though it is more like their last album with not enough surge singing and too much of the other bloody singing, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think, Sam? I know you're a System fan. I uh, Apparently, the crack was that uh, somebody said, and it was out there, that uh, like when they decided to get back together, it was very like sort of tense and a little bit like, well, what are we going to do? And then Darren went, I've already got something that I've been working on anyway, dropped a link, and I think that became protect the land and then i think the other one uh genocidal humanoids was supposed to be according to this this thing i was reading it was like a leftover track from a while ago that they've they just always sort of kept going back to and now they sort of managed to finish it which explains how it all got out so quickly i guess um but i liked i prefer genocidal humanoids but protect the land's growing on me big time Oh, but in terms of detailed explanation, thing. fighting people at a pay-per-view, I don't even know. They're lovers, not fighters. Yeah, uh, they're all like skinny people. I, well, John, uh, is it John? I mean, apart from the Dolom? drummer, obviously, I can't him. I, I'm not even going to try and murder his surname. The drummer, yeah, the drummer's yeah. like insanely fast, so I imagine he can beat the crap out of you. And he wears a suit. He just looks oh, menacing. No. Yeah. He's got hot Nick Aldis energy. Oh, God. <laughs> um... They could accompany to the ring, like when Cody did the title defense and he had, you know, former NWA world champions and legends, Tommy Dreamer and uh, Glacier. I can see that happening because the, the basis makers look huge. I think, well, Serge would look great as a manager anyway. Always looks yeah. sharp in a suit, doesn't he? Just give him yeah. a kendo stick. He'd yeah. be look great. And he could wail as he's doing the announcements, you know. But in terms of a team to put them up against... Slater and Rhino. I'd watch them just destroy oh. Slater and Rhino in an hour-long stipulation. It has to go an hour. That's no good because they can go. They can, they can mouth off each other and go. Ah, oh, you're not as good as you used to be, Rhino. And oh like, no! I could see the same to you, System of a Down. I've and then got that's it. it. I've got it. We'll do it at an AEW show. We'll have because you know arenas are empty at the minute, so it'll yeah. be fine. Um, we can just stick Fozzy at one end and System at the other, and decide finally if Fozzy are actually a band. Well, they're certainly banned B-A-N-N-E-D from most places. But I see Jack is checking his pulse as we speak. I so, Jack, have you any opinions? I know some songs <laughs> by System of a Down. And I can they name did all that of, rolling, right? And I can name all of them right now. BYOB, Violent Pornography, Cigaro, Loneliest Day of My Life. That one. <laughs> yeah, that's and, good, actually, yeah. Thank you. And... Um, the one that everyone knows, Chop Suey. They're the ones. So, I know that I only know those ones. Predominantly, you knew Mesmerized there. <clears throat> yeah, in about year eight or nine, everybody just got really into System of a Down for some reason. Yeah, the um, it, it's because they released BYOB and it took right back off, didn't it? But ah, like, right. The um, yeah, they obviously got Aerials, Toxicity. Is Aerials uh, Oh, is that a different one? It's the one where it's like do 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 do. It's like proper. Like, I might know that one. I might know that one. Yeah. In the okay. sky. Okay. Twinkle, twinkle, little start. That one. Yeah. Anyway, enough talk about System of a Down. <laughs> an actual wrestling question. <coughs> wrestling names, animal reference, and a natural disaster. Ooh. System of a Down are doing good things for the Armenian crisis. They are, they're raising yeah. awareness oh, for yes, that. So you should point that out as well. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. 
Yes. Uh, what were we talking about? Yes, animal references and a natural disaster. Right, I've got one straight away. Go ahead. Antelope mudslide. That's my that sounds disgusting. <laughs> ah. Antelope mudslide is my version of the gorilla monsoon name. You look my... so innocent, and you come up with something like that. <laughs> it's probably on Urban Dictionary, isn't it? With something horrendous. Oh under yeah, it. you're right. Yeah. Um, just to go with my my genuinely athletic look and everything, I'm going to go for Thunderwolf because nobody's going to piss off Thunderwolf. Thunder Wolf. Sorry, go. hang on. That is objectively better than Antelope mudslide, but. I'm I couldn't. Not, you I'm took not. mudslide. I'm. I'm going to admit. I was going to go for like mudslide <laughs> snail or something. I, I was like, screw it, Thunderwolf. It is. Thunderwolf are definitely playing at Hellfest next year. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with. So it's an animal in the natural disaster. Oh, it's easy then. Um, donkey. England drawing with the Americans in the 2010 World Cup. There you go. Rolls off the tongue that one. Thank you very much for your question, James. I'm sure it was worth the effort. Number two. Also, before we get to that, I forgot to mention when we were doing my stream last week uh, on Saturdays, 6 p.m. UK time, somebody to point out, like, in the Hall of Fame, why why didn't we put Tracy Smothers in the Hall of Fame? And I went, well, pal, we're trying to, like, not have all the serious, you know, stuff happening in the Hall of Fame, you know, kind of coincides with people putting in Ross's trousers the next week or something good. And he went, yeah, I know that, but sometimes you put in something really honourable in the Hall of Fame as an honorary thing. You didn't do it for Tracy. I'm like, oh, yeah, so... Well, Sorry we about put, that. We can give Tracy like an honorary. honorary we've position. done that before. Yeah, yeah we've done yeah. that before. We, it, I think we forgot to do a it. Expect three-hour induction yeah. next week. Yeah, we talked about him a lot, though. It was clear that we. It was clear that we respect Tracy's mothers. You're right, really? but the, the, the fans are. No, oh, they're, they're the most important thing yeah. about the podcast. Yeah. I've always said that. Get in the bin. This is like jazz music. The musicians are more important than the audience. <laughs> <laughs> If I hear Tracy sucks one more time. It's a good Tracy Smothers. It's about as good as my Surge Tanky. Oh, oh, thank you, mate. Um, uh, number two. Hi, Coldaholic team. I'm just going to get straight to it. Ooh. So going. we all know that Survivor Series is now meaningless and part of this concept has been stated multiple times, but I'm going to add a twist to it. Ooh. So here's my idea. Number one. The winning brand gets the number 30 spot in the women's and men's Royal Rumbles. Oh, okay, that's a, that's a nice thing there. Number two, the members of the winning brands, men's and women's Survivor Series elimination teams, will then be entered into a five match at the next pay-per-view. Oh, like against The winners each other. are number 30, yes. Okay. Okay, right, okay. Okay, yeah. Since the next pay-per-view is TLC, in brackets, stupid theme pay-per-views, you could make it a ladder match with something above the ring. I know this is a bit money in the bank. What do you think? Is there anything you would tweak? What would you do to make SS more interesting and mean more? God, oh I wish I'd said SS. Don't say I know, that. I've just realised. I'm very sorry. <laughs> They've typed it. I'm, I'm like Ron Burgundy. If it's in front of me, I'll read it. Thank you for all the great content. Well, it was until you showed up. Uh, Lewis from Sudbury, Suffolk. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Lewis. Don't type SS anymore. Um, <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah. Uh, it is a good point that, yeah, to make, again, make uh, Survivor Series more interesting has to mean something. So if they carry on next month at the next pay-per-view thingy. Absolutely, I think this will work uh, brilliantly. I don't think there's much of a question here, apart from how great am I from Lewis, but you're I Lewis, guess, man, <laughs> that's great. Well done, man. I guess how would you change Survivor Series if you if you had any ideas? Yeah, um, Yeah, because I wouldn't tweak Lewis's. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, how would I change Survivor Series? I think what they've done in the past... Uh, no, Survivor Series 2004... 
every person who was on the winning team against yes. Evolution got to guest host or present yeah, uh, Raw. They were the GMs. The next few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Ah. GM, that was it. So Maven, we had Maven, Maven was a GM. That's, yeah. that's all everyone remembers. Maven is the GM. So I yeah. think that them doing that, that would be fantastic. Say, all right, now Raw is Tucker. Yes. You know, Rings go through the roof. I quite like the idea of there being like a spoiler gimmick where somebody who's able to sort of win something and take an opportunity away from somebody else, just have it taken off them. Oh. But what, like it's, someone's, it's very... someone's got the money in the bank and they go, no, it's mine. Well, it's just sort of like, I guess, if there's like a, a huge title match lined up and it's been a long, drawn-out process to get there, an old rival is jealous, wins this thing, and is able to just stop that person challenging that sounds for the bell. awful, Sam. That sounds awful. Well, to <laughs> be honest, really bad. to be honest, my, my <laughs> actual idea. So bad. My actual such idea. A, such a is, crap idea yeah, from Sam. We already have Baron Corbin. I mean, what? dread. I've just got all in now. Wank ideas. <laughs> well, my next idea sorry. might be better suited to you, no, you I'm massive sorry. child. I'm Let's sorry, have I'm all sorry. of the women and all of the men from each brand just tag in. I'm sorry. On. I only, the only reason I went way over the top there was because I realised that I sounded quite harsh when I first said it, and then Honestly, I had to come. I, I, had to come. <laughs> I don't know if there is a way to improve Survivor Series that much, but I think having an ability to take something away from somebody else that isn't a title, or you know, just move them, you get a free pass to just send someone yeah. to the other show. I think that, and you can sort of just end your feud there. Like I don't have to deal with you now. Push them away. Um, it could lead to some stuff, but then it requires long-term booking. And again, Stanford, Connecticut. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but about before, it's <laughs> really all right. Sorry. It's all right. I I'm gonna. Glass... You're gonna say something nasty. You're gonna say something. You're gonna say something nasty now. I'm gonna, gonna say something. He's gonna say something nasty. <laughs> it's the Sam Driver method. He'll go. It's fine. I'm just gonna stab your children or something like that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you don't, don't have do any it. kids. And, yeah, no. and your house is much closer to you know. The he's gonna say he's gonna do something nasty. He's gonna Plus, say. Yeah. Sam doesn't want to come for you, Jack. He doesn't like queuing. Oh, wait. You're right, they can make a Survivor Series team out of all the people you've called out on this podcast, Jack. V one, New Japan blokey, Owen, Owen with a mask. Yeah, That's Owen lives Jack with you. Owen. Owen's yeah, like he could poison your food. And you wouldn't even. He know. could, yeah. No. Oh, that's right. Oh, Reese's Pieces. Fantastic. <laughs> There's two Topi- Reese's Pieces this week, so it's a bumper Fantastic. edition. Fantastic. Two questions and two Reese's Pieces, so no point stopping the recording. Topicon, bonjour, didlios. Oh, très bien. Following last week's Kiss, Marry, Kill game. Oh, no. I have a similar idea. Oh, God. Only better. Uh-oh. I'm proposing the Push, Bury, Release game, in oh. which you get to decide which wrestler you would push, which wrestler you would bury. Why am I saying bury like that? Bury. There we go. <laughs> and which wrestler you would release from their company. I really appreciate all you do, and I can safely say that I'm going to be a patron as long as I can. Oh, thank you. Your Hungarian follower from Canada, and it says pronunciation for Mafu, Eshton. It's spelt I-S-T-V-A-N. So thank you, pal. You clearly watch the show every week and know what I'm like with any names (laughs) that aren't Smith. So thank you, much appreciated. So... We'll go round then. Uh, we'll go Sam, Jack, Mafu, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roddy Strong, Push, Berry, Release. Push, Cole. Sorry, Push, O'Reilly, Berry, Cole, Release, Strong, unfortunately. I will push O'Reilly, 
very strong and release coal. So then you'll go somewhere else and still be good. That's yeah, all that. Yeah, uh, the exact same as Jack. Yeah. I think Colorado's got a huge upside. <clears throat> and I'm sick of coal. I think Strong's really good as well, though. It's hard that. Sorry, I can't think it was too much. Sorry. Uh, still in Cold Steve Boston, The Rock, Triple H, all from the Attitude Era. I mean... But... This is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... Put... Austin's going to leave in a couple of years anyway? You can't really release him, though. He doesn't need pushing. None of so these guys need ask any him to lose the Lesnar. <laughs> Any thoughts there, Jack? I think no, Sam's Peter the fifth. Struggling, struggling as well. I can't. No, it's I, it's I like Reese's. It. Pe- it's like Kiss Mary Avoid, but better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm really not being nice about people's ideas today. Oh, I mean, if, um, if we did it in real life, it would be Barry Triple H because of the curtain call. Aye, Barry Triple H. Release uh, Steve Austin. You can go back to WCW. And then push the rock. That would make the war. The movie returns in cinemas, uh, May two thousand and one. I don't even it. think, but I don't even think WCW could have screwed up Austin at this point. It would have changed the whole landscape. Would the Rock have had as big a foil in Austin? Yeah, I want to see what I want to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. food for thought. Moving on, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Sasha Banks. Oh. Wow. Um, release Charlotte because you've got to I do think the she other... could, okay. Yeah, that's what sorry. I'm trying to work it out. I thought and you were I'm, just. I'm very aware of the game, Jack. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Just I'm, pick so one, sorry. You no, I'm so um, sorry. No, I'm so sorry. I'm really. I'm not trying. To be you're just horrible. being a pain in the ass today. So <laughs> let's, really let's release Charlotte. Let's uh, push <laughs> Becky and uh, put Sasha on cooldown. Now, Jack, are you going to pick Becky to keep? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, release There's Charlotte. two more to choose from. <laughs> You've got two other things to choose. Release Reese's Charlotte. Reese's Pieces is a segment that we sometimes do on this podcast, Jack. The, release the Charlotte. In, yeah. Release Charlotte because she was mean to me. And um, No, bury Charlotte because she was mean to me. Release Sasha. She can go to AEW. Cool. I do think we need a Jim Cornette versus the world style compilation on... YouTube, someone can ha- cut it all the bits where Jack just shoots and everybody. No. Uh, unrelated to that, I would release Charlotte because she needs cooling off and doesn't do much. Uh, push. Oh, no. Push Banks because she's been buried long enough. And Becky, bury her to see if you can even do that. Oh. Yeah. I think she would just get over her. Edge uh, and Christian, the Dudleys and the Hardys, all from the Attitude Era again. At least sucks when they're successful and it's, you know. I know. Hmm. Right. Uh, release Edge and Christian. Push Hardys and cool off the Dudleys. I've always just gone off my childhood opinion. Oh, childhood opinion. Oh, I see where we're going. Okay. Because that's, that's all I can think of when I see those three teams lined up. Yeah. Um, Barry. Oh, man. Push Edge and Christian. Release the Dudleys. They because I'm thinking of releases like they can go somewhere else and do something else elsewhere. Oh, but they have to bury the Hardys. That's not a satisfying one, but that's what I'm going with. Push Dudleys, uh, release the Hardys, and bury Edge and Christian. Duds the best. Sorry, man. 
Was a dead guy. Mankind, Cactus Jack, or Dude Love? Huh. Uh, push Cactus Jack, release Dude Love, and uh, bury Mankind, because again, I don't think you could do it, like you said about um, Becky. I'm the same as Sam with that one. I'm the same as Sam as well. Thank you, Sam. Hey. And he was hey. used to make people look good in late 99 anyway. He did lose to Val Venus on pay-per-view. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Okada, Tanahashi, or Ibushi? Oh, oh. that's not jack. Go on, lad. And Time Sam. to shine. I'm trying to think. Uh, Bury Tana. Push Okada. Nobody ever gives him a chance. Uh, <laughs> push Ibushi and release Okada. I think Okada on the loose in Japan would be nuts. I'm exactly the same. Bury Tanahashi twice as hard. Bury him harder. Bury him all the time. I just, Matthew, I just, I just, what happened was, right, Sam totally beat beat me in the predictions contest in Japan. And the last match, if Tanahashi won, Sam would win. And he won. And I was like, as long as he doesn't do this bloody air guitar to end the show. And he did air guitar (laughs) for like like, so long. (laughs) Like so so much air guitar. I hate him. Tanahashi must pose. (laughs) Yeah. And... I'll push Ibushi and don't care about the other two. Once I've got that, that's all I need. Um, bury Okada because he doesn't have the tights or something. Uh, Hogan, Nash, Hall, all from WCW. Oof. Uh, release Hall. Hmm. Uh, push Hogan for the sheer fact you could make money if this is WCW time. And Nash, I mean, sorry, mate. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Um, Barry Hogan because it would be a bit of a novelty to see Hogan losing to like Billy Kidman and stuff um, I'll did Billy Kidman beat him or did they wrestle each other there was something no they, they wrestled a few times and it was like Billy Kidman won after 47 people interfered and then Hogan went ah oh, put him over people like how no, did you, you? okay <laughs> Barry, Barry Hogan because that would be funny release Nash I uh, released Hall sorry because he needed it at the time probably to be released and um, push push Nash which is weird because he pushed himself anyway. Yeah. Uh, I would push Hall because he needs all the help he can get at that point. Uh, Barry Hogan, because I know that would just break WCW if they tried to do that. And release Nash so he can find something in his contract where it says, I can't be released. And if you do try to, I get an extra $2 million a year because <laughs> no one Nash probably had that in his contract. Uh, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, and Park. Oh, none of these guys need pushing. Mm. Um, one of them does well <laughs> it's a toss up um, I want to see Pack push to the moon you could put Paige on cooldown but only after and not permanently mind you only after releasing Omega to have an air of just travelling the world working mental shows and coming back but I couldn't work out one of those to just straight up fire for good. Mm-hmm. Jack? Um, push Page <clears throat> release Omega Barry Park. I'm sorry, Matthew. What? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, so you got heat with me as well. I can't see me. No, my like God. A, you're like a forest fire, you. Um, I will push Pack. There, there. Come back to me. It's all right. Um, hmm. Burial. Release Omega. It's fun, this game, isn't it? Hmm. Nah, I'll release you. And then bury Hangman Page, because reasons. 
This is a weird game. AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Smojo, all from TNA. Release Angle, push Joe. You couldn't bury Styles. Oh, yes, no could. matter how much you tried. <laughs> I'll go for push Joe, release Styles. He'd go elsewhere, probably. And then bury... Who's left? Bury Angle. Push Joe, release Styles, bury Angle. <coughs> no reasons given. Uh, Asuka, Io Shirai, or Kyrie Sane? Push, Io, bury, Asuka, release Kyrie. This is a hard game because there's two bad ones. There's two bad ones. And there's one good one. I'd put, I'd release Asuka, put, no, really, oh. release Asuka, push. Now, oh. I'd push Kyrie and release Io and bury Asuka because she's done enough. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect her as much. Now, I'll keep on pushing Asuka, release Kyrie, and bury Io Shirai because why not? What was that noise? And last but not least, Shockmaster, Gobbledygooker, and Mantor. Oh, my God. Put Shockmaster, just put the strap on him, send him to the moon. Gobbledygooker, <laughs> a bit too big for his boots. Um, release him and bury Mantor. Uh, I would push Mantor. There's a video on our channel, which is the history of the captivating career of Mantor, which I wrote and I'm very proud of. Um, and then I would bury the gobbledygooker and release the Shockmaster. Uh Bury Guga, uh, release Mantar, and push Shockmaster because he's used to it. That's how he fell over the little thing. Ah. <laughs> Thank you very much for that weird list of whatevers we just had. Much appreciated. And here we go, the next one smoothly because Sam has to go somewhere soon. Tobacon, greetings, lads. I sent a question a few weeks ago off the back of me remembering WWE does weakest link. I've been trying to think of how to incorporate your love for British TV references into Reese's Pieces whilst keeping it wrestling-themed? Well, I have the answer. I will offer up two choices, one being a British TV personality or personalities, and then who I deem to be their professional wrestling counterpart. Just pick whoever you prefer. Apologies in advance to all those listening who don't know half these options, but for those who do, my aim is for this to get as ridiculous as possible. Let's go. Anne Robinson or Stephanie McMahon? <laughs> What you had? You've got Linda sat right there, and she goes. Right, Linda's not sarcastic, but okay, right. Well, Anne Robinson. Uh, I'll go for uh, Anne Robinson. Probably Anne because she would sometimes get insulted back. Mm. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson or John Cena. Jeremy Clarkson, you know, top gear and everything and memories, but it's got to be Cena. He's too nice. John Cena as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with John Cena. I could say some offensive in Mandarin as well as English. Uh, <laughs> Ant and Deck or Edge and Christian? Ant and <laughs> Deck isn't even close. Yeah, it's probably Ant and Deck, isn't it? They're, they're regional legends. Yeah, you yep. pick the wrong place here. They're royalty hour here. Uh, the Chuckle Brothers or the Hardy Boys? Very oh, similar. Chuck Chuckle Brothers. Chuck you hate the you hate the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah, yeah, Hardy Boys for me. You got a heap yeah. of the Chuckle Brothers now. Oh my god, Chuckle oh, Sorry, yeah. the last remaining Chuckle Brother. Uh, not now. Not I've got a heap with the K the characters of the Chuckle Brothers, not the personal. Not the what actual men. 
Because my little brother used to play their videos over and over again, and the theme song was just stuck in my head. <gasps> oh, Hardy Boys for me. Mind you, I think the Hardy Boys had their theme for as long as the Chuckle Brothers had theirs. Anyway, true, true. Uh, the Chuckle Brothers. Because the, the Chuckle Brothers, we read. I can't believe anyone would hate the Chuckle Brothers. Scylla Black or Becky Lynch? <laughs> Gotta be careful how you answer this one, Jack, because if Owen hears you, I know. He might do you in. Uh, Again. Go for Becky. Go on. I've never yeah. really watched much Scylla Black on TV. Becky Lynch. No disrespect to Scylla, though. R.I.P. I think Scylla's gone up in my estimation after the she's a journalist, yeah, which is my favourite things. And it's become that a thing good. for a couple of people to tweet and talk about now, so it's got to be that. James Corden or Kevin Owens? Oh, Kevin I don't Owens like all day. That. Kevin Owens Kevin all day. Owens. Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens all day. Yeah, uh, I don't know anybody who likes James Corden in real life now. Sorry. Just Lenny Henry or Mark Henry? Lenny Henry or Lenny Mark Henry? Henry. <laughs> Lenny uh, Henry all day. Yeah, Lenny. Lenny. Got to be Len. Big no, Len. sorry. Lenny's done a lot, but he's never done anything as good as I'm retiring. I've got to play more gas in the tank and slams the dude so but far. If, if we asked Lenny Henry for an interview, he'd probably say yes. <laughs> The Mitchell brothers or the APA? I don't think Grant or uh, Phil ever beat up people backstage, did they? Oh, I don't so, know. Has there been any reports of that? Uh, well, not beat up people, but, you know, just sort of wrestling. Um, I think I'll go with the Mitchell brothers. Their mom owns a pub. Mm. I've got to go for Phil and Grant as well. <laughs> don't know why I said it too intensely. I've got to go for Phil and Grant. Yeah, I'll have to go with the Baldies. Uh, Doc Cotton or May Young? Oh Doc Cotton God. is is England's May Young. And yeah, so, Doc Cotton. Doc Cotton. Yeah. yeah. When she enters the room, we all have to stand up and salute. The Dingles or the Annoy family? <laughs> this this is a WrestleMania <laughs> main event. This is class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lisa Dingle just getting in to beat the crap out of Roman. That would be amazing. Oh. Yeah, Dingles all day. You're not the head of my table. Sorry. <laughs> As generally more of a, a Coronation Street boy... Oh. I've got to have to go for the Anuai family, unfortunately. That's shocking, that. Ridiculous. Turning Zach your back Daddy on. Dingle taking on it's not big Roman Reigns or Affa. <laughs> oh, though. Oh, that would be great, that. Ken Barlow <laughs> or Ric Flair? <laughs> Is it the hair? <laughs> Is it just the general? Sure. Yeah. Um, Why not? I don't even know. Jack, you're more of a Coronation Street yeah, boy. I am um, probably Ric Flair. At least he was honest about his dirty exploits. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for answering me. Gary Lineker or Michael Cole? Oh, oh both commentators, right? Yeah. Michael Cole doesn't do crisp adverts. I'll go for Gary Lineker instead. Yeah. Gary Nicker, because he does crisp adverts. Yeah. They never yeah, had right. a flavour named after Michael Cole, did they? Mm. Salt and Lineker. Yeah. What would Michael Cole's flavour be? Cheese Cole and... Coleslaw. Cole. Yeah, Coleslaw, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was going to go with overrated. Um, <laughs> oh. Sorry. Uh, Philip Schofield or Rey Mysterio? Oh. Right. I've got issues with Philip. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm probably not going to say them on the podcast. His brother used to watch the Philip Schofield show all the time. <laughs> Uh, I'll 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 take Ray. Why not? Let's give a throw a wrestler in there. I don't watch much morning TV, so I've not seen Scoff in years. I'm going for Ray. 
and I, I just can't get into it. But I just I'm not a fan of Phil. Uh, Ray Ray, but if it was between that chef who appears on this morning or Ray or a picture. Oh, that Gino. Chef. Yes. Oh, yeah, Gino. Gino yeah, yeah. the camper. Gino's brilliant, yeah. Uh, Paul Hollywood or Triple H? Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Paul, Hollywood. Paul Hollywood's a knob. <laughs> is that is he uh, the food? I've forgotten the name of it. What does he do? Bake Off. Bake Off. He's the, yeah, bake -off guy. He's the super I, intense, intense guy. He's I was got saying, eyes like stone. I was saying to Matthew and Ross um, the other day yeah. on the on the podcast, I think it was, or Pachiti maybe, uh, that like Paul Hollywood, I was reading his Wikipedia and it was like, in 2015, Hollywood broke up with his girlfriend of 23 years. I was like, oh, then I realized, no, broke up with his 23-year-old girlfriend. I was like, oh, that's not as, it's yeah. not as, yeah. yeah. I, I respect the person doing this, but they really should have done Paul Hollywood or Hollywood Hogan, but I yes. don't this yeah. point. Noel Edmonds or Randy Orton? <laughs> Noel Edmonds. Randall. Uh, Randolph Keith because he never killed a guy. Yeah. Neil Buchanan or Daniel Bryan? Neil Buchanan. Uh, Daniel Bryan. I mean, I heard that thing about uh, Noel Edmonds. I must have done. I've heard the one about Matthew Broderick. Uh, okay, no, yeah. it wasn't directly responsible, but there used to be a show before House Party that Noel did where it was basically, it's insane this, they get people off the street to do stunts. Right. And uh, one of the stunts went bad because there wasn't a proper guy doing it and the guy died and it looked oh like it was going to be the end God. of Noel Edmonds' career. And wow. it wasn't yeah. spectacularly. Anyway, uh, Neil Buchanan or Daniel Bryan? Neil Buchanan. Bra Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan because Neil Buchanan didn't kill anybody. Uh, David Amber or The Undertaker? The man who's trying to save tigers versus the man that goes to Doc Antle's farm. <sighs> <sighs> I'm still going to pick The Undertaker because... Sue me. Uh, oh. I'll go for Attenborough, I think. David Attenborough because if... David Attenborough shows off my TV. I don't go, oh, God, is he still there? <laughs> uh, I, I genuinely expect British TV personalities will get the majority of votes in this one. Oh, well, good guess. I'll be disappointed <laughs> if not. Hope you have as much a laugh reading these as I did writing it. Just a bit of silly bollocks to help fill some of what is sure to be a three-hour podcast. Oh, you're not far off. Thanks, lads. All the best. Owen from Near Leeds. Thank here. you. Thank you, Owen, from Cheers. Near Leeds. And if you are from near Leeds or near anywhere else that exists on Earth, you can, of course, send us a thing to the mailbag or Reese's Pieces. Mailbag. No, it's gone. Oh, no. Mailbag. Mailbag at cultaholic.com. Is that <laughs> it? Oh, yeah. Christ. It's Cultaholics. The question. What a great podcast. It's only going to get greater. I was waiting for people to go, yeah, he did the art. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not going to happen every single segment, is it? It's a bit silly. And the big question this week, the big, big, big question is, with Shaq coming back to wrestling, as we say, he's coming back, so had that appearance at WrestleMania 32, what is your favourite celebrity match in wrestling? I, I don't know if you'd count it as a match, uh, but Drew Carey in the 2001 Rumble oh, always springs to mind. I would count that as a match, Simon. You've totally redeemed yourself from that <laughs> earlier idea. <laughs> uh, I still feel guilty right. about. I still feel guilty about right. shouting. I'm sorry. It's all right. You're you're still not getting any edits done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, that is a great shout though. He was fantastic in that. Yeah. It's just how he he just craps himself like when Kane and just him making his way down to the ring and stuff. It was yeah. I don't know. It it always just sticks out in my head because it's it's not too intrusive. It's just sort of like a nice yeah. moment. And yeah. then, you know, it's not, you know, the other end of the spectrum on that is, is like the the uh, 
was it Colin Jost and and the whole Braun Strowman situation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think this one was was like sort of really nice and short, and I quite like that. It's great. He offered mm. him money, not to beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I've, I've I can't imagine getting out of the ring the way that Drew Carey gets out of the ring when he eliminates himself. It looks terrifying. He's like, is he? Does he go balancing. down? And... No, he goes over the. He has to go over the top row. Yeah, because he wants to eliminate himself. Oh, he's, he's not just like proper shaking he's like, around, yeah, isn't he? But he's yeah. he's like over the top rope, but his feet are on the bottom one, and he's just swinging all over the place. <laughs> Could have done himself a mischief. <laughs> Imagine that, you're just Curry getting out plug. of the ring and you like te- completely tear your groin just coming over the top of the ring. <laughs> right. So I'm not going to go with necessarily a match, but it just happened on this week's episode of the SmackDown Call or the classic SmackDown review. I can't believe this happened because I forgot about it. Maybe you guys remember it. Crash Holly is in New York. He's got the 24-7 title, but he's running from Patterson Briscoe. He's annoyed the APA the other week by shaking up the beer and putting the faces. So he's in New York looking for protection. Oh, thankfully, I found the protection. There it is. It's Samuel Jackson in character as Shaft. Shaft, what? can you help what? me? This happened on SmackDown, I swear to God. I don't remember this And not role. only this, but it goes widescreen to show it's cinematic. Oh, and there's, beautiful. It, there's Shaft. And you know it's Shaft because they go cinematic and the music starts playing. He goes, that's my name, you know. Aren't you one bad mother? Shut your mouth. And they all do the bits <laughs> and stuff. And he's like, Chef, Chef, you have to help me. You have to help me. And he goes, have you been in the APA? Yeah, I went and they don't like me. All right, buddy, because my girlfriend likes you. Chef. And then Patterson Briscoe show up and, you know, Patterson's like, where's your belt? And um, Chef's like, whose belt? It's like, my belt. It's my belt. Hey, you're Chef. He goes, whoosh. He goes, you're damn right. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> that happened. So Shaft, I, I need to dig that out. That sounds That's fantastic. Unreal. Uh, also, the amount of times you said the word Shaft, it reminded me of when Bart and, when Bart and Lisa sing the Shaft theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bart doing the spoken word, and then Lisa just going Shaft. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> shaft. They're like clicking and stuff. It's yeah. awful. Who's the do 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 Shaft? Uh, what about you, Jack? Jack. Uh, I think probably was it Mania Twenty Four Mayweather and Big Show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's like one that nobody could believe how all right it turned out to be. Yeah. It was actually really well done, and and Mayweather seemed to have a real sense of like when to pause and get a bit of heat, and when to do this and when to do that. He had a bit of timing about him, and I think they managed to find a realistic way of having him beat the Big Show without it seeming too ludicrous. Because I'm surprised Floyd Mayweather didn't go. I want to beat him clean, easily. I'm Floyd Mayweather, come on. But instead there was interference and Floyd used a chair and I just think it was actually really surprisingly well done. And the Big Show was great as well. And Mayweather in the build-up legitimately broke his nose because Big Show told him to properly hit him. I just that's like, yeah, it's crazy. So that was mine. That is a really good pick. I'm trying to you were looking at something ones. else, Matthew. I was trying to remember the, the, you listening the to NFL me in dude. The <laughs> no, I was listening to you. He's very good and I agree with everything LT. you say. But, LT. Um, yeah. No, no, no. The guy who teamed up on an Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, who... what? Pac-Man Jones? Pac-Man Jones. No, 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 no. no. This is recently. Um, and he had a really good match. But that was it. Oh, one match ever. Oh, Darrell. I can't remember because no. I don't know Oh, man. I only know OJ Simpson. He was incredibly naturally good at wrestling. Yeah. Yes. But typing in NFL dude, Impact Wrestling, is like, do you mean Moose? I'm like, no. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought it began with a D, but I might be wrong. 
Oh, D'Angelo Williams? Was it? Yes. Yes, D'Angelo Williams. Williams. Yes. Matt, Dave Meltzer has, says he has potential to become one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen. Compared him to other athletes like Riddle, Kurt Angle, and Akayama. <sighs> and uh, he never wrestled again. So, Why? Maybe he didn't want to be a wrestler. Yeah. Probably because he took 30 bumps and went, what's to that? Yeah, true. How old is he? D'Angelo Williams is 37. I was oh, going to okay. say, because oh, if he was NXT, if he was, NXT. <laughs> if he was younger, it would have made sense because obviously the season has is resuming now. What so like maybe he could be working for a team and he was just doing the impact thing. I don't what know. does he do now? Uh, he he uh, wrestles for New Japan Pro Wrestling. To be the Akayama last week. Um, he, does, he just says he did NFL, he did wrestling, uh, personal life, dot, dot, dot. He did Amazing Race. With Gary oh, Barnage. Okay. Gary Barnage. <laughs> cool. uh, has he wrestled? No. Okay. But he was on Total Divas one time. Ooh. Not not D'Angelo. Wow. Gary Barnage. Gary Gary this? Gary Barlow. Yes, that's right. He was Gary on Barlow. Total Divas. <laughs> it's a small world. Small boring world that comes with a natural conclusion. I'm trying to think of any oh. others, but really Lawrence Taylor. Did well. uh, WrestleMania 11, he did surprisingly yeah. well, but then he did that story where he went, wait, you guys have to like wrestle again? Like, you don't get like a week off? I'm like, no, I was like, okay, well, that's me done then. Lads, where honestly, was right. I was, yeah. I was just going to say, I was reading a list of the NFL's top 100 players ever, right? Mm -hmm. Did not realize that Lawrence Taylor, he was like number three. I didn't realize he was a big, big deal. Yeah, I didn't realize he was like one of the all-time. He was like Jerry Rice and Joe Montana and all this. But then, like Lawrence Taylor, I was like, oh my god, he was actually like one of the greatest ever. Wow. Yeah, that's why it was a genuine media thing when it was announced doing WWE. It was like I know celebrity stuff in there. The argument is it shouldn't have headlined WrestleMania, absolutely, but it got the mainstream press. No one getting anything. You know, they put WWF on in prisons, and the prisons go back to the cells when they put on WWF TV at that point. So the so getting uh, him involved was actually a big bit of publicity. Mm. Okay. It's nothing to me. Like I don't care about bloody NFL, but on a scale though, just to round things off, where does Snooky's match sit? Oh, that's a good one. That was all right. That was okay. <laughs> that, that was the that awkwardness. Jim Morrison, Jim, the John awkwardness with John Morrison. Yeah. Now, the match itself, right? There was a lot of wrestlers in it, so they could kind of hide so snooki just got in did a flip which no one knew she could do yeah i was like snooki can do a flip and that's all she had to do i think it's i think it's mid-scale sam i think it's acceptable <laughs> it's fine dennis rodman his entire career in wcw <laughs> i think him coming down with hogan and just be like doing hand signals and smoking and drinking like that look cool as hell and i think that was way better than anything he did in the ring yeah it was also just what he was like as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you think, Dennis Rodman? He's like, go see Double Team with me, Van Damme, and Mickey Rourke in cinemas now. <laughs> That's right, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what Shaq has. Because apparently he didn't do it with WWE because it coincided with his NBA season. What? Oh, punditry. Or was he still playing? He can't. Still yeah, no, wait a minute. But that can't be right. What am I talking no. about? When was he playing? Oh, he was, he was still playing up until 2011. I didn't realize that. Really? Wow. Oh, maybe. Mm, can't be right then. I think I'm talking crap. I think I am. I think we should end this podcast. That's a good idea. Sam, at this point in the podcast, I'd like to plug uh, anything you've got coming up on the Cultaholic channel. 
Uh, I'm mainly just cracking on. Just standard stuff at the minute. There's going to be some uh, like new uh, war stories in the new year, which I'm looking forward to getting Ooh. into. Uh, so anybody who watches that, there is more coming. Don't worry. Scripts are starting to come in thick and fast. So, uh, yeah, but you can follow me on Twitter in the meantime, at Less Defined. Jack? Lovely. Did enjoy those war stories then. I'm glad there's more of them coming. Yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's quite good. I'm I'm quite uh, quite pleased with it. So, and I believe when you're not doing war stories, you also like to stream sometimes. When when do yes. you do that? And what uh, do you stream? I'm streaming in about 25 minutes from where I'm recording. Uh, I tend to stream a lot of uh, Truck Simulator, but I'm just mixing it up. Whatever you guys want to see me play, I'll probably play. Why is it means on Thursdays though? Not not yeah. On, sorry, not when this video comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. you're not Thursdays, used to that weird time six thing. O'clock. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to clarify, though, I know you obviously push for time, but quickly, why do you do the truck games? I don't know. Honestly, they're, oh. like, mega relaxing, um, but you can get some mods to put, like, ridiculously high-powered engines into the trucks, and they become impossible to steer. And then when you add the steering wheel element to it, uh, it just it's just ridiculous. It's just stupid. Let's go for a drive to Italy. Why not? Because ah, I did watch you do it, and you were attempting to play the relaxing truck simulator game like it was Burnout. Very interesting. <laughs> that tends to be most of the stream here is is see how much we can rack up in fines, uh, how many times we can trash the van and have total service. There's so many mods I need to install, but one of the things we're thinking about doing is Route 66 because there's a Ooh. US version of the game. But yeah. Oh, well. 10-4. Jack, what have you got for us? Copy that. Uh, I've got some... Um... <laughs> If I'd just been able to carry on and just smoothly go through. You just went straight on into just Convoy. Uh, um, I'd first like to plug the excellent editing ability of Sam, because I still feel bad about earlier. Uh, he's it's a brilliant editor. Too little, too great, late. He's a great guy also. Um, and if he wants anything brought to the office for him during his stream, just give me a shot. Actually, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I've been doing a bit of writing recently, so there's some scripts coming through for, for various different editors. But also I recorded a couple of voiceovers or the story of series. A couple of them are coming out soon. I won't spoil what they are, but they're about to get edited together. Um, and shout out to Justin and Lewis who write a lot of those. And um, yeah, apart from that, just the usual stuff. Rest of the week should be out around about now on Friday. And I can't think of anything else. Matthew. Oh, and Manny Owens. Sorry, Manny Owens' new football manager series has started Wednesdays from six on Twitch. Right, sorry, Matthew. Go oh God, you're able to cope. It's going to be like the damned United Mate, between you honestly, two. Honestly, I'm Clough. Mm, that's that's a big well. shout that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh God, everyone. Oh, excuse, you went to Middlesbrough Uni, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad's uh, big on Clough as well. Okay. Yeah. I think every dad yeah. is. I think it's the law. <laughs> Uh, I will be streaming 6pm UK time. Uh, last time we had the Sonic Randomizer mod out, where every time you get a ring, it turns into a different Sonic game. You have to hit, have all these different Sonic what? games playing at once. Oh, mate, the, the first 10 or 15 minutes were a head thing. And even better, though, it uh, we got soft-blocked, so you, you couldn't reset the game or anything. And I'd actually tagged the guy who developed the app, uh, the app, the um, the mod, and he was in the chat, and I'm going to go, oh, do this, and you get out of it. I went, oh, cheers, pal. <laughs> and he DM'd afterwards, like, oh, thank you for doing that, mate. It, uh, nice to see people playing it and off so I can get rid of the glitches. So that was nice, a bit of history. Mm. Got to talk to some people there. And all the people there were basically arguing, the, some, the fanatical, the Gullaholic fans, about what game to play next. So oh. I'm not going to tell you right now. You have to uh, tune in to 6 p.m. Saturday to see what's happening. 
Or if you can't be bothered, it's on the replay system anyway. But right now, we're going to end this lovely show so Sam can get his uh, on. But we're going to say, of course, if you want to vote in the prestigious Hall of Fame, you can, of course, go to patreon.com forward slash goldaholic and send any questions, Reese's Pieces, or anything that's on your mind to mailbag at goldaholic.com. But now, Sam, we have to put our fists to the webcam. Oh. On the count of three, as if we're some mighty team or hound of justice, we go one, two, three... Join us. Join us. God, I was so keen for that one. I did a proper proper Power Rangers. Join us. Team Force, go. (laughs) Right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 